moment. In. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. It's going to confuse everyone now, though, with not having like a live chat and things. And no audience yes, to kind of go right. bounce off against yeah. as well. So relaxing. <laughs> yeah. It's it's not live. It's kind of funny, right? Every time you go on such a thing, it it clicks something in my, in, in my head at least that when well, now I'm recorded, there's some some weird thing in the back of my head that this is no different from just talking to you, so to say. Yeah. Well, it is. Technically. I mean, the, the four of us sort of chat anyway, at least sort of once a week, generally. I really, I really enjoy that. It's it's so cool that we kept this going. Um, yeah. It's like you a fixed point want... you can always look forward to. Exactly, you maybe yeah. want to say who's on. <laughs> now that people can't see us. Well, they will be able to see it because it will go out on video. So it's, ah, at the moment, it's being recorded live on youtube but no one can watch unless they can guess the link that's very hard to do with uh yeah with random cryptographically secure links <laughs> yeah. so if they can guess the link they could watch it live so if we see comments coming up we know we've got hacked, we'll be hacked. <laughs> nice nice yeah mm -hmm. um so I mean, we'll go out on the youtube and it will then go out as well but yes i suppose we should i mean there'll be a thing on the thing but I've, at the moment, the episode is just called episode, Mickers Waffle Episode 31, 2K. Because mm. we've got Kiel and we've got Caro, 2K. Ooh, see what you did there. Yeah. Nice. Not just a pretty face, me. Yeah. Not just a hat, son. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tschüss. No, that's no, bye, isn't it? I don't know. What would you say in German for cheers? Prost. Uh, Prost. Prost. Of course. I should know that from Laura's videos, shouldn't I? Yeah, yeah exactly. She's even got this like written Prost, right? Yeah. Let the glue, let the glue dry. Prost, yeah. I talked to her today, funnily enough. Uh, secret stuff. <sighs> actually, tell us, tell us all about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually really can't this time. Sorry. <laughs> I know. I know. So she's not moving to yours then because you've got so much space? Not yet. No, probably <laughs> never. <laughs> Although that would be pretty cool. Um, I suppose yeah, it depends I, on how much of the of the local town you can take over, doesn't it? Yeah. You know, once you start buying part, up all the yeah. other houses and then moving all of us across. It's super odd. The property right next to us is like, at least it's empty, right? Nobody's living there. They don't want to sell as it seems. I don't know why. Um, it's also quite big and nobody's taking care of the property, so to say. So now it, it really looks like a haunted house completely grown in and uh, quite cool. I, I like that. But they still have the um, timers on the lights. So every, every night the lights <laughs> goes on. And, I don't That's know. scary. That's amazingly predictable. <laughs> yeah. So it's, ab so it's a effectively abandoned, but still kind of operational. I think really nobody's living there for quite a long time, but I'm I'm not living here for that long that I can say for sure. But um, the the pre-owners uh, told me that um, it's empty for at least one and a half or two years or something. Oh wow! So yeah, I, I I ran out of money. I can't buy it. So <laughs> I I'd, if I would have the money, I would probably buy it. Just out of principle to have like a guest house which is like a two families house 
for you guys to just dump your shit and come by whenever you want. That'd be great. <laughs> I mean, it, that's how we ended up with this house is because um, we live next door to my parents-in-law. Mm-hmm. And it was a case of that my wife had sort of reached 19 years old and this house came on the market. So they just went, I'll tell you what, we, our mortgage is paid. We'll we'll buy that house and just move you into it. You can rent it off us. Oh, yeah. And then that, I think it was just purely an excuse to get her out of you know, the <laughs> parental home, give them a little bit of freedom again. So she carried uh, all the boxes like this, uh, yep. just from one door to the other? Or? <laughs> Pretty much. But they were running a, um, a health and safety training company, mm-hmm. but their office was in, in the house. So her commute would then be out of, because she was working for them as well. She would walk out the front door in about front door. 10 meters and then in the next door. <laughs> That's quite convenient. But, uh, like, like I mean, four meters. every time you're a minute late, your boss will know, right? <laughs> mm. Yeah, but at oh, least you could go, I, it's all right, I'll just put the kettle on, Dad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just knock on the wall to send a sign over. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're late again. Just press that kind of cut cut an inner doorway. It, it has room. been talked about quite a few times. Oh, but, can but you, you go? To not can, do it, right? Can we, you go on so the roof? Oh. Uh, yeah, I can't the, remember the, the roofs are sort of planar to each other, but we'd have to, because they're not flat roofs, so you, ah, okay. you couldn't sort of realistically climb up and out. But I, we could climb up on top of my my sort of outdoor workshop and then climb across onto theirs and drop down. So there, there is a you way just, You just make fixed point for ropes on the walls, so you can <laughs> just that into their yeah, stand on them and hold yourself, right? <laughs> Via ferrata. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be nice. Oh, <laughs> That's actually one thing I want to do, um, hopefully next summer. Um, we, we have a few trees that are standing quite nicely together. And a friend of mine suggested um, to build something that's apparently called a high net. Think about yeah. just laying midair nice. in like five meters height and you can just look up into the trees. Can so make it a bouncy net. There's a there's a place in North Wales. Uh, it's an old slate mine, mm-hmm. and there's there's two types of, of slate mines. There's there's open slate mines where literally they just dig a hole in the ground, mm-hmm. uh, which are more common. But there's a there's a slate mine which is caverns underground, and ah the Colin Firth type, right? Yeah. So yeah, completely underground. So you kind of go into a short shaft or an attic and, and you get in. Mm-hmm. But this particular one, long abandoned. They've put in a series of zip lines and giant trampoline nets. So you can literally bounce around inside this these caverns. And you zip line down to one trampoline and you, you kind of bounce off that one onto another one and you kind of you, you work your way down through the, the, the mine from the sort of top to the bottom. That sounds like a side-scroller jump and run game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's certainly what it is. Yeah. Cool. It's completely like a, a, a video game in First real life. View. <laughs> Can we go play when I'm over next time? Yes, <laughs> that please. sounds really fun. I'm, yeah, I North, miss Wales. North Wales so much. Yeah, had me for years. So many amazing places there. 
but there's the, at the I think the same facility where there was also open cast mines as well. They've got you know, zip lines that are like you know, uh, I think there's some like a, a kilometer long zip line. I think it's I've never been meters. on one. It's like where it's they actually doing so the noise, right? Fun. So you so it's just a wire cable and you just yeah yeah cool. cool. Mm-hmm. I did That's several through the like the the jungle of South America. Which is <gasps> nice. Just so the the three canopies. It's so amazing. Oh, God, that sounds amazing. It's wow. so yeah. good. Like through the cloud forest, especially because Whoa. I don't know if you ever heard of a cloud forest, which is basically yeah. very misty, jungly forest with volcanoes cool. and stuff like that. And it's, I, it's I mean, so again, how like, long is that ride? Like a video game. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? How long is that ride? Uh, how long is the line, right? I mean, oh, I don't know, several. There, that's just like several small ones, and then a long one. Ah, cool. Yeah, yeah, it's really, really fun. Actually, it's like I, mean, not... I, I, I must, I, I have to say, it. it's, it's probably how birds feel like, right? Oof, like I mean, flying you, through that. Have you, you been never... lying or sitting? Like you can do everything you want, basically. But I mean, but, but there are these when, like. When do you um... ever... Hanging mat things, right? Where you actually are horizontally. Oh, the the Superman yeah. ones, yeah. Like the hang but gliders. I, yeah, I don't, I don't like this one too much, but it's more like you if you can actually sit in, sit in it and look around. <laughs> and I mean, cool. when on what occasion do you get a view like that ever? Yeah, yeah never. Mm. Okay. Except in a helicopter or something, and then it's ugly, loud. And yeah, but, but in a helicopter you're up, sitting. Though, you? Yeah, mm. you're sitting, and you're not like feeling the air and anything mm-hmm. yeah, that must special. be cool yeah i think yeah. that that bird analogy is absolutely hmm. absolutely on it there carol because like you say that that kind of that movement within the trees is something that you wouldn't get in any other yeah kind of way of transport There's, i want to fly you know, as well yeah <laughs> So much fun but even the high it's garden amazing. was quite enjoyable i i was once with my sisters in a high garden that's mm. also already quite quite enjoyable and there was also a zip line that was quite short but i didn't get to ride it because i think it was i was too heavy or something uh, it was for kids no yeah. i sense a treehouse coming your way yeah yes please yeah. <laughs> that'd be great yeah uh, i think see, last do time... you follow um do you follow um the channel called the smuggler's room Brian Hello. Thompson, no, on YouTube. Not yet. He's a um, <laughs> he's a, he's a, a Star Trek fan, big time. Like mm-hmm. his basement, he is turning into a Star Trek themed room, and the, the, in fact, he he and guy whose name I can't remember, a British guy, they started a Facebook group all about uh, Star Trek. Um, nice. Not Star Trek, the other one. Star Wars. Star Wars. That's it. It's spacey, spacey kind of soap opera. <laughs> Um, that, they're almost the same thing, that, aren't they? That's Rich um, <laughs> Um Yeah, so the Star Wars, the Star Wars um, sort of build. So he's kind of doing a room, and he's got yeah, he builds droids and 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 the like. Mm-hmm. He's a video he put out a couple of days ago. Uh, he'd been to stay somewhere. Uh, I think it's in one of the Carolinas in in the states. And he's now going to work with the owners of the area to make what he described in his video as the ultimate Airbnb. So basically, he's they've got these series of 
um, tree houses, and oh, they're all nice. themed. So he's going to he's working with them. They're designing a Star Wars spacecraft Airbnb. Nice. So basically, you go along and you climb in the trees. <laughs> so basically, you cut, uh, I think it's, I think the bit where they show the location, I think it might just be on kind of sort of stilts. So basically, you're going to be like that's going to be like Endor. They're going to need yeah. like. Ewoks and Wookiees and I, I wanted to say Wookiees would be my my favorite kind of like treehouse housing style. These bridges between them and then little platforms around and that'd be fantastic. Yeah. I think that <laughs> would actually be possible. Oh, what, so many opportunities. That's yeah. the biggest problem. <laughs> that is a very link them together very as well. big problem. Very blessed to have that. <laughs> yes, I am. That's right. That's for. And I mean, yes. you, you, you've only been there a couple of months, so I'm yeah. really looking forward to seeing how things develop. If you are like, if spring comes along and everything starts to bloom and everything gets nice, yeah. You can my mother-in-law went have a barbecue crazy. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, my my mother-in-law went crazy because she ordered from a discount or what it's called. Uh, wholesale? No, the when, when they do like we have to clean our storage. Yeah, wholesale. I think. Wholesale? Yeah, like uh, mm. clearance kind of thing. Yeah, clearance. Sale? Yeah. clearance anyway, she bought like um, uh, like five hundred um, like small uh, uh, how do you call these onions where plants come out? Bulbs. Of. Bulb. Bulbs. Oh. Yeah, five hundred mm. bulbs. And she put them all in the in the ground everywhere on the property, and she put some roses in, and uh, she prepared other uh, 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 plants already. And where we fell the tree, it's gonna be a half circle of roses, and then some um, oh, some nice. plants to cover the ground around there. And it's, I'm thinking that's gonna be quite amazing. But can, yeah. can I borrow her for a week or two? <laughs> that's actually. A, that might be possible. <laughs> uh, she she really um she really knows her way around plants and how to put them in and uh, we have like seven I think seven seven fruit trees now. Uh, cool. And yeah, I'm really looking forward to to be here for the rest of my so, life basically. So. so what you're saying is you, you need you need multi over there as well to get you set up with brewing. You yeah. can make all your own ciders and things. She's and interested in that. We could bribe her with this. <laughs> she, she said, hmm, how does brewing actually work? I would like to try that and do my own. And I'm like, I know Fantastic. a few. <laughs> so, so there'll be a, a, um, the, the, the Otterbahn uh, winery, the Otterbahn cidery. Uh, yes, <laughs> the Otterbahn, Otterbahn brewery. Peanut the Otterbahn makery. Mm. Yeah. If if um, the winter is gone, or at least uh, freezing temperatures are gone, I'm going to pour the concrete in the workshop. That's going to happen very, very much exactly when no freezing comes up by anymore. Yeah, and a good four or five days of above zero temperatures, I think. I don't really know. There's technicalities to it, and I would just get the right grade and and mm. pretty much um, put the bracing in and do it myself because it went kind of fine uh, on the on the room I did already. Um, yeah. I know what I did wrong there. Uh, I have to do some work I could have spared, I think, um, but I wouldn't do it there, obviously. Don't 
don't do it twice. And my structural engineer um, gave me the uh, paperwork for structural engineer stuff. <laughs> so I, I know what I have to do now and I don't have to like rip apart the whole staples. So. Oh, fantastic. That's good. That's good. That's, that's, that's very good, yeah. So, yeah, Enough about like, that. Sorry. Like you said, the, 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 I think we've we've all got that kind of like uh, that excitement for you and for knowing what you are like. You know that that like drive and motivation that you've got for doing these kind of things. That you know we we can all kind of live vicariously through you being <laughs> an absolute machine. I think well, the pair of you, I suppose. You know, for your, well, I your just I, I guess really. The, the main thing that I'm trying to, to live by currently is not stress too much and do a bit every day, right? Or mm -hmm. every second day or whatever comes by. When you do, really can't, don't stress about it, don't do it. But I mean, today I was um, doing my sports and then I had to hand out two presents for the neighbors for Christmas. And then there was like, it was 50 minutes until this, right? So I said, okay, 50 minutes is something. So I went downstairs and put the ground uh, on, on the concrete, the grounding liquid stuff, so I can do something to it. And that obviously that didn't take 50 minutes, so you can just get it done and have another step done, right? For me, yeah. today, that's my success. So I'm just going to try and, and continue doing that. And the same thing for the whole thing I already did to the workshop, right? Um, mm. Every evening, maybe an hour or maybe two, you can just tear something down or put something up and if you continue I mean, to do that yeah it's great that you're also you're living there right so it isn't that mm, far away yeah. and you yeah. see it constantly for yeah. me if i were about to do something in a workshop i i, I have to travel there for 40 minutes no. to even get there and get started mm. and i don't know i haven't That's been to so the shop in yeah i haven't been to the shops and shop in weeks because it's just getting way too cold anyways so course, yeah. after I, I finished the last job and uh, like the treasure trade thingy, mm. I was like, oh, I, I know I'm not, I can't be bothered coming in here, but there's tons of stuff to do. So mm. at the moment, I'm just, I'm trying to work somewhere else. So I actually got an like just a 60 hour engagement at my old workplace, which oh. is so nice because it's just, you come I, there I'm at seven, needed. you leave. Yeah. Yeah, you come at seven, you leave at four, you get the job done. It's not like very, I don't know, we're making trees, right? So it's like, I've done probably 500 trees by now in my career. So... <laughs> my mother-in-law, you can just make yourself trees. <laughs> so it's a very easy, so to say, task. So it's very relaxing for one. I, I was about to say, is it less stress as well? It's it not... is less stress. At, at is it warmer? Where... On, on one side, it's less stress because also I, I haven't been there in quite a few years, also because of COVID and stuff. But mm -hmm. um, I was always keen on like doing my own projects and my own workshop. And I have to do everything from start to finish. And uh, it's actually quite nice to be there. And I know everyone. Everyone knows me. It's like super relaxed, right? I just go That's there. Awesome. Everyone's very nice. And especially this time of year, everyone, like there's only like half of the people there anyways because most of them are on holidays so it's just super easy and relaxed cool. and uh nice work and i'm i'm glad i got a bit more hours in because originally i was planning on like planning 
in quotes, to to take off the whole of December and just do nothing. Uh, I don't know. I just I can't. <laughs> I think you, that's the thing is that you, you sort of get to a point after a few days, where once you've sort of got out of your previous routines and stuff, and you, you're mm. in that kind of ah, I can finally relax. Now what, what can I do? You know, you sort of straight away <laughs> go into the, the kind of the <laughs> problem. The the problem really is that I get I go. And I think that's like a very specific thing for me is I go from one extreme to the other. So I don't have any like mediocrity in my life, really. So I either work like a madman for 12 hours a day until I fall asleep, like very exhausted. And I love it. I love everything about <laughs> it, right? <laughs> or I have nothing to do and I will stay at home get very depressed, I'm not joking, <laughs> and don't know what to do with my life and can't move and can't do like even little tasks I'm not able to mm. do because I'm just drained of energy probably. So it's I, I'm having a bit of a trouble finding like the balance, the mediocrity in, in all of this. So I can really I see myself there as well. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's difficult. And when you're when you're in that downward slope, it's very hard to get out of. So, um, yeah. especially, I don't know why it was like that. Like a few 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 weeks ago, um, I was planning on going on like a proper holiday with like one of my best friends, um, and that got cancelled because I was going to visit him. He was he was working on a film and had like a week off in between. Uh, the Canary Islands and then like all of his schedule got changed and he was like oh yeah I have to work this day and I have to work this day and, and in the end we were just like oh, it's not worth it right so we scrapped that plan and so I was at home and I was like oh yeah I can see my local friends and technically everyone was sick that week <laughs> so, yeah so like not even with not not with COVID it's just like the winter flu or something everyone was yeah, at home like oh I'm not feeling well I'm like ah oh, fuck it <laughs> we can't even meet for a coffee so um that was kind of a downer but I don't know I mean the whole week in when I went to to London was pretty much the opposite so I really needed that I really wanted to go and in the end, it was it was so good. It was yeah. very stressful as well, but in a good way, I guess, an exciting way. And you crammed a few things in. Yeah, I crammed a lot of things in. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you you, so. you had really some super cool places posted uh, from the museum, and um, a few things I would have loved to see as well. Yeah, that's, that's also the a few thing, people though. met I would have loved to meet. Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing you were though. Put I... Here. <laughs> I was in that room. I was standing in my in TV. Girlfriend. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. Should have taken a picture with me on that chair though. It's like... Oh, that would have been good. Yeah. <laughs> I we didn't did dare those... to climb the throne. <laughs> <laughs> we did say that um, we should have got photos of you guys, um, and then I could have like pasted you in in the backgrounds for one of the waffles and he just sat around me people that have been at your place you should just give a picture of what your camera shows so they can make it their background <laughs> so everybody's in the same background <laughs> that's not a bad plan 
Yeah, but I, I can really see myself in what you just described, Carol. For me, it's also mm. if if I know I have, um, I, I tend to cram in a ton of things as as soon as I see free time. Because if I've got really, really free time and there's nothing planned and I'm supposed to do nothing, I don't know. It's I, I really have a super hard time dealing with that. And I feel like I'm a useless piece of shit all the time. It, it sounds <laughs> odd, right? But that's exactly how I feel. Like, okay, I, I, and now what? I'm wasting yeah. my lifetime. It's pouring through my hands. And <laughs> what am I good for? Shit piece of meat. I don't know. It's no. I, 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 get, the, and then I get the same once thing I, of like, sorry, that, that kind of, uh, when you sort of on the way back down from that, where you've been, you know, burning yourself like full tilt for the whole time. And then you, you start to kind of come on that, that sort of crash step back down. And then you're, you're at that point where everyone's going, just, just stop, just, just rest for a couple of days. Not and then you sort of, you, you know, <laughs> then I, if I'm that's rested, worse. I, can't, I can't do this, and then I can't do this, and then I can't do this. I'm like, yes, that's the whole point. Do nothing. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's, it's yeah. mental. It stresses if you are trying to relax. I can't relax, right? If I'm doing nothing, I'm stressing myself out. That <laughs> I have to do nothing. this and that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I'm having a very hard time just relaxing, right? Mm. I don't know what that actually is. Relaxing means. is hard work. Does it does yeah. it mean that I have to book a massage and I don't know light, light some candles or whatever? I don't know. <laughs> it's it's like me, telling it really kids helps. when they're asleep, isn't it? You know, it's like go in a dark room, lie down, and then don't do anything. I'm going to sleep, and if I'm awake, I need to leave. Yeah. That's exactly how it works for me. I, I can't if I if I go horizontal, right, and it's not loud and bright. I'm going to sleep like that, <laughs> and if it's not that case, and I'm like awake again i'm going to leave that's i just can't stand it i don't know but what really helps me is um not being home or near things i could do that are normally in in my ah i remember i could at least do this and that and this and that and this and that and it never well, ends right? here i'll just do this <laughs> yeah but what i what i um what i wanted to say with the the workshop thing and what's currently helping me as well um i think that I can just go downstairs and not have a plan and just say, I'm just going to do something downstairs. The cool part about it is it's very relaxing because there's no actual task. But once you're downstairs, you'll do nothing for exactly one second and then start something, right? <laughs> and that's just yeah. so fantastic. It's like perfect tinkerage, right? Mm -hmm. You're just yeah, going you to just tinker need a, You need to just need that spark of... Okay. Exactly, yeah. Now I'm going to Once do that this. spark came, yeah. yeah. You can just go on and do a yeah. bit of this and a bit yeah. of that. I mean, the thing, about, yeah. uh, the, the thing about the thing about the trip to London, especially, was like after that really like unnerving week at home, um, we went to, it was a very spontaneous idea because I, I, I haven't planned anything. I mean, I went down because I had book tickets for um, as a gift for James and Naomi's wedding. I had booked tickets for the, the theater play of Book of Dust, where uh, Barnaby Dixon was doing the, the puppets for. And let me tell you, it was incredible. It, it seeing me. that, seeing that life, like the whole play, not, not only the puppets, like the whole play was incredibly well made, like from every department. 
but that aside, <laughs> we spontaneously decided to uh, to go to the Harry Potter like exhibition, Warner Brothers Studios tour, whatever thingy. And I didn't even expect that because every time I ask my friends around here if they want to do something, they're all like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I, I don't have any money. I don't know. Uh, so <laughs> I was basically there. And like uh, one of the, the second reason I wanted to go like that week was because one of my favorite bands was having a gig. Um, but they canceled the day before. So we were sitting on the couch like, okay, what, what do you want to do tomorrow? Like they were asking me and I was like, mm, I don't know. Maybe go to the Natural History Museum, which is really nice. Or I don't know, walk around London. I don't care. And then I, I was like, yeah, I've heard about this Harry Potter studio tour, but I don't know what it is. And they were both like, okay, let's do this. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and then we, 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 we booked tickets like within 20 minutes for the next day and just went there. And Naomi actually went there before, but I think she was very hungover and it was several years ago. So <laughs> Good to see the fresh eyes then. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And for me that that tour i mean i'm i love harry potter but i'm not like a diehard super fan i don't i don't Same collect here. i don't collect merch or anything i i read all the books i saw the movies i mm. i mean we basically grew up on this right but so seeing all the stuff for me was like oh my god this is so fucking good and i I was walking through there and like after an hour or so I said to Naomi, I was like, I really want to get to work now. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is, no, this is, this is giving, this is sparking so much in me. <laughs> yeah, it was incredible to see. And uh, actually, like one of my best friends worked on that movie, uh, like one of Ooh. the movies several years ago. And I was sending him some pictures and he was like pointing out on which hats he did the wigs and stuff like, like oh no way <laughs> yeah. this one has a bad seam look at that place <laughs> <laughs> so it's, i don't know it just yeah it it, it felt really fulfilling seeing everything mm. cool. for me i think everyone was was pretty excited and didn't expect much and it was just really nice experience so we were all very very happy when we went out there and Drank a butter beer. <laughs> butter beer. I keep I keep threatening to make those and just haven't got around to it yet. I didn't expect it to be that, right? Because it's basically I don't know. It tastes like a like a ginger ale with ice cream on top or something. It's, just, <laughs> it's pretty weird. Yeah, there's like some the the butter beer like the foam is apparently just soft serve ice cream. <laughs> it's I not alcoholic. There's got to be, yeah. well, I, I know, I've seen a couple of recipes that are like proper, like make it from scratch, but alcoholic, full of butter type, you know, mm. like as, as, as close to what you'd imagine a butter beer to be. But I just, I haven't got around to making them. I it, haven't it, tried it the, the, I haven't tried the bottles one. Like you can buy at the store, I think, the bottled mm. butter beer, but I didn't buy that. So, um, yeah. So all all this together, like the tour, and then next day we went to the play, and that was also just oh my god, I need to get 
cracking. <laughs> I want to go Don't back to the museum as well. I haven't been in years yeah. now. Yeah, I haven't. Well, we went to we went to this Tom Sachs exhibition together. Exactly. Yeah, that, that was not actually an, awesome. That it's was not really a museum, fantastic. but that that was also one of the similar. Yeah, you're wearing the t-shirt, right? <laughs> that was a similar experience, I think. To that looks so good. Seeing everything up close, and also for me, the difference probably is uh, that I've been not only working alone all the time but also mm. like living alone and the past two years with the pandemic everything i think it was a bit too much of solitude so being able to share these experiences with other people who appreciate it as much as, as you do yeah. is so fucking important so yeah it's a yeah. hell of a lot to be said for that I'm, I mean, I'm going, I have no problem, like some people don't do that, but I have no problem going to the cinema alone and, and just do whatever I want, basically. So fuck it. If no one wants to come along, <laughs> it's okay, right? Uh, absolutely. But, yeah. but sharing that experience with others who are like-minded is just, yeah, I don't know. It, it's, it hits different somehow. I suppose as well that for something like that, which has got, you know, because like, the, the things that you and James tend to make, for instance, are quite well removed from each other. But to see another mutual thing, like like Harry Potter, for instance, where there are sort of aspects of stuff that you both make, you, you're kind of it's the shared experience, but from from different angles, but within that same bubble. You know, viewing it as makers, but from different maker viewpoints. Mm. Whereas I think if you, you know, mm. if if you all went as the same type of thing, you know, the, the conversation. If you if you were all, you know, artist prop maker types that went to that, you'd all be having the same conversations. Whereas I think having, you know, having a, a, a different conversation about the same thing. It's it, it's just it's somehow more enriching, I think, isn't it? To, yeah, know, it is. And people you, you point saw that out thing. how did you see that thing? Yeah, yeah. People point point out totally different aspects as well. Like mm. I think it's fascinating to see what what other people find interesting in that regard. Definitely, so. yeah. That's why it's quite I nice mean... for me being able to show you guys like my workshop. <laughs> yes. To sort of go, oh, look, th this is where I do stuff. And then the 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 way you guys were all sort of poking around to to see what intrigues you, you know, rather than just like here's all the things. <laughs> I think for the uh, Tom Sachs exhibition, it, like there's two things that that really that I could really enjoy, and that was once that it wasn't a typical exhibition to me, at least, right. Where... It was a performance, really. Exactly, yeah. and that, that yeah. was crazy because the the day we went there was really mostly performance and things to look at and see already. But after you went through the whole mission and the whole thing happening, the the rest of the exhibition opened, right? So you had a lot of things you could see only then and and uh, discover then. Um, and also, I really liked 
and and enjoyed the I don't know the the school trip kind of uh, staying up my place in in Hamburg with you and Phil and Alan that was really nice as well so we had like this basement uh, or, or, or base we could go back to and other than that we just had things to do right that was really cool as well yeah i think we we, we get that from like what everyone's like talking about after maker events like maker sentence yeah. mm -hmm. that they are really just filled up with with positive energy and yeah. uh ideas and everything and that i think for me maker central is way too overwhelming in that regard because it's just so much right you can't yeah 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 it's, it's a lot to, it's a lot to take in it's awesome but it's also very exhausting as, at least for me because of the sensory overload that you get and I'm, yeah. I'm 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 very sensitive towards that anyways so um like even even riding the the tube in london is way too much for me and after that i just want to hide in a corner and cover my ears so <laughs> all that is um there's something ringing i'm going off Got an alarm going off. I've got to book a supermarket delivery slot. <laughs> See, I'd turn my alarm off, Andy. Well, I put my phone on to not disturb, and I've booked the slot. I thought I'd cancelled it earlier because I, I did book it earlier. <laughs> I thought I dismissed it, but obviously I didn't. It's Christmas. It's Christmas. <laughs> no problem. It's real. So just just to finish off that point, I think it's it's very important to maybe get in smaller doses of interaction and motivation and inspiration like mm. not just once a year everything at once it's yeah it's super important that we have these that, that we have the maker's waffle where we can hang out yeah. every sunday and i, I was just the... gonna say that maker's waffle for me has yeah. been really really good in terms of kind of but it the, doesn't yeah. replace the in person in no, oh no not, not no, at all it, but it, it's it for me keeps you sort of bobbing along until you can yeah chatting to people that i consider friends most of them anyway um being able to talk about actually just actually waffling about just about anything but yeah sometimes talking about their work or whatever what they make but talking about like the one we had last week with andy berkey dave bauer uh, Ali Katz and Steve House, you know, talking about uh, art, craft, design. I mean, it was. I think it must have been three or three o'clock in the morning before my brain switched off after that, which is <laughs> it's, probably it's, not necessarily the healthiest yeah. thing. But it's just like things just buzzing around in my head. It's it's mm. super important to have conversations and to have input from others and not just yeah. be stuck in your own head all the time. Mm. Yeah. Especially after these, I don't I don't want to pick COVID up again, but. I think it just ex exaggerated on all the people who yeah. are maybe more of a loner type anyways, mm. that they are more yeah. crawling back into their shell. <laughs> well, I mean, and, on the, yeah. you know, sort of on the topic of being overwhelmed and, and with shopping with Andy's alarm, we went and did the kind of pre-Christmas shop earlier this afternoon. And it was just absolutely completely Horrendous. like system overload yeah it's just you know granted there are a lot of people actually you know sensibly masked up which to be fair it's government mandate 
you know, it, it, it's mandatory in shops now, but there's still loads of people who weren't. And there was no social distancing. Everyone's crawling on top of each other because it's, it's a big supermarket packed full of people two days before Christmas. You know, everyone yeah. was trying to um, to get all of their stuff. But even still, it was just that, that complete sensory overload for, for someone who, who generally doesn't leave the house too often. Um, you know, and if, if, if I can't sort of grab all of the people I'm around straight away, then that's, you know, if it's more than that, then it's too many people sort of thing, you know. So it was it was really, really difficult. After like the first few minutes, I was just exhausted from walking around the shop. You know, and it was, it was that, like you say, it was that complete sensory overload. I was just exhausted, just coming back and just, just could do nothing for a little bit to just kind of <laughs> yes. just decompress from, you know. My wife put it in a very nice way. Um, she she said um, a few a few weeks back. She said, um, "You know, we, we just haven't trained being people socially uh, for one and a half years now, right? So yeah, obviously absolutely. you're out of shape. I mean, of course you are. Yeah. I, I mean, when we had the festivities here um, with, with with outside, right? Everything was safe and all that, but there were so many people, and like there was." my wife and I and my parents-in-law and my brother-in-law and that's it right that's the people I knew and then the rest was strangers pretty much mm. that evening I did the last thing and I went to the couch and I was like I feel sick now and I was just laying down one of the very few cases where I could just lay down and not sleep <laughs> uh, and I, I felt very very sick just um, like as if I had a really really heavy leg day sick right where you train <laughs> so hard that you're yeah. so crazy exhausted that you would like to go to sleep but you can't because you already feel the tingling from the soreness <laughs> uh, really bad uh, I don't know it, it was really but Kiel, like did, Kiel, did you have that experience before because I feel like it's just if you're usually like a social person like an extra word kind of thing and always having a lot of friends around you i think you will probably continue maintaining that even through the pandemic whereas you are as i am like with the former make essentials for examples i i was i was very much exhausted after that anyways right not because i hadn't had the experience before or uh so I think that comes just on tops or, or maybe exaggerates it a bit. I think I'm typically okay with being like more on the extrovert side and, and meeting many people at once and all that. I don't have any problem with this. Um, it does it does exhaust me still, right? Mm -hmm. And I never had it like so bad that it feels like, okay, I, I know now I overdid it, mm -hmm. right? If that makes sense. Um, But but it's fine. I mean, uh, I, I guess I guess you you will get back and and train your back into train yourself back into being more um, able to be socially with people and I, I, yeah. Right now it's it's all on the on the edge again. But um, yeah, yeah. I, I think the I, difference as well is is whether you, it's people you choose to be around. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, yeah. Good point. <laughs> you know, we, as kind of introverts, we're we're I think 
more adept at dealing with this kind of thing of 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 kind of not seeing other people um you know i know like extra like you're saying you know if, you, if you're the type of person to to be going out all the time you know being told not to is a really really difficult thing but if you're the type type of person who doesn't go out all the time and someone says stop going out it's, it's very easy to then just go okay um but then that yes thank that, you <laughs> it, yeah exactly but it, that flip side then of of when you can see other people and you go right i would like to see you 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 and you rather than oh, let's go to a place where i don't know anybody and just be around mm. all of the people mm. i think that that is then much more draining than when you can kind of absolutely yeah. selectively pick the people who who don't overwhelm you sort of thing yeah. I know a lot of people that can't be alone and that mm. probably have never had the real experience of being by themselves for a longer period of time or yeah. like going on holidays alone or so. It's for some people that's completely new. And for me, it feels kind of natural. Yeah. That doesn't mean that I, as I said earlier, it's if you have people with you that mean you well right maybe that's the difference that you enjoy having company with i would much rather prefer spending time with them than going alone mm. but i would much rather prefer going alone than spending time with just anyone i guess <laughs> mm. yeah. yeah that's the big difference I, th I think there's a lot to be said for being able to be in someone's company and just be in their company you know, we're, we're talking. Absolutely. Um, you know, we've talked before about uh, parallel play. You know, two of you are, are working on your own things, but just kind of in the same room. You know, coexisting mm. in the same space in each other's company. But That's not, the not best. Necessarily... <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know, um, and I, I think it's the same for just you know, kind of social situations where you can, you know, be be sat around a fire with a friend just there in the quiet you know or those kind of things where you you're both just sat enjoying being rather than having to be making small talk or things like that yeah you know, if you that. if you feel like you have the obligation to entertain someone constantly it's probably not going right like when mm, we sat yeah. around the fire at at the wedding we didn't need to talk like, like nonstop. It was just nice enjoying like being there and being It's funny that you say exactly <laughs> that because that reminded me of the then um, when we did the ten makers, hmm. right? We did a we did a fire every bonfire every evening pretty much. And there were a few hours spent without anybody talking. And I, I think that's a very good sign, yeah. That you can just be be with the people and not not talk, I guess, just stay in the moment and relax. Mm -hmm. And just be, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like this. And we all go, I mean, we all go quiet for 30 minutes. We all went quiet in the podcast, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of funny, yeah. Let's, let's do a hangout and 
not talk. Everybody's <laughs> just going to not talk. And well, there's so... there's always one or two people who will talk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all because that, that's quite often the Monday nights, isn't it? You know, for yeah, um, the, that Monday night is quite often just parallel play. Just, just we're all working on our own things or something. Well, maybe ex happening. maybe explain it to people who are not aware of what the Monday night yeah. means. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so <laughs> back at well, it would have been what March twenty twenty. We, uh, Steve House from Fills with Hills, um, or last week, for those listening, um, had suggested that a load of us had uh, who had some skills would share them with other folks who wanted to learn. So, a few of us started doing some some kind of training courses and stuff, and we had this little group of friends that would get together on a Monday night and do some stuff. And that has then persisted since March, 2020. So then on a Monday night, but you, you're missing out a bit there. You're missing out a bit. You're missing out the fact that you ran a course for schools for four years. Exactly. On how to use <laughs> fusion 360 and how to the basics of CAD from a CAD professional point of view. That wasn't the important view. bit though, Andy. Well, yes, it was it's, for a, us. it's a bit that I think that is important for people to realise that that Monday was specifically a group of uh, people that were interested in learning Fusion 360, which you facilitated, and that point. then developed into you know extra little bit of input from other people into things like or you know, how to use things specifically for 3D printing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, of the bit that Duncan did, and that then developed into, well, okay, we kind of finished, but we really like this Monday night hangout. Can we just carry on doing it, please, sir? Well, I mean, we just we did... kept doing it, I guess, right? <laughs> yeah, it was what fifteen weeks, yeah. I think, altogether of of doing CAD courses or CAD lessons on the, on the Monday nights. Um, and then, yeah, by the, by that point, you know, fifteen weeks of seeing everyone. On, on the same day every week, we just kind of we just carried on, haven't stopped. <laughs> and it's all yeah. on this uh, uh, Makers Magnet Discord, which is oh, kind yeah, of funny right. because I think we are, so to say, the only regular citizens of it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I don't mind, I, I really enjoy it. Uh, I, I think it's, um, it's kind of cool that we, we still do this every week, and every week there's some cool oddball question that you get answered or you you can't well, i mean you, you you basically transitioned from cat to video games didn't you yeah <laughs> yeah the video games is still has only really been relatively recent that's only been in the last couple of months okay. um you know in terms of actually playing them on the monday night normally we'd be tackling other projects or bugging Kiel for, for coding problems or, you know, things like that. Just, just bits of other... It's just a good excuse to just have a have a bit of a waffle, have yeah. a bit of a natter. No, I, I have to, to go brain. there. I mean, you know, there's uh, IT stuff involved and technical <laughs> things and... <laughs> I, think, I think that I think that, um, that Hangout or that Discord thing helped, helped out quite a few people, like, who mm. are on the regular side. Absolutely. So yeah, it, it was it was it was amazing just uh, seeing you and and Duncan and everyone. I don't know it. 
it, it's weird how how these things and these friendships develop mm. and yeah it's it feels very very natural how it came together in that regard yeah. so yeah. no one was no one was forced to join anything just really get along and really I excited think that's exactly to see it. Each other. i think it's it, it it's exactly that what you just said though the the fact that it's kind of optional opt-in you mm. know there's no there's no pressure there's no commitment it's just it's an open platform there if you want to come and hang out come and hang out i think that's 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 exactly it of it being you know there's no yeah. there's no you must turn up it's just if you're there you're there if you're not, you're not. yeah mm. it's kind of funny because um well i guess my 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 mother and my my grandparents would say well but do you actually know these people just out of reflex right because that's how they lived their life and how they communicated throughout their life uh, i think my mother is fine now she got it recently but my my grandparents um they really that, like that's that's too much for them how these things work and that they work and all that stuff right but yeah. the funny thing is i think i could actually say i would rather like stay at any one of the guys and girls I, I meet like at least every two weeks um then then any one of my real friends i haven't seen for what years now i mean yeah. it sounds kind of kind of odd partially right but to me it really feels like hey we we've met every two weeks if now on one of the other weeks i would come by and stay at your place well absolutely I mean, I know you guys really. Like, yeah, I, I haven't spent that much time with. I think, maybe one or two friends in the last years. I think it's that's crazy. It's, it's partly, I I see it with my local friends as well, and, uh, yeah, there has it's it's a gener not a generational, but it's an age problem. I think as well. As soon mm -hmm. as you are getting into like serious relationships and maybe kids are involved and everything just everyone is going their own way and is busy with work and everything mm -hmm. it is not that easy just to to meet up spontaneously like i'm yeah. i i i mean i love my friends here even if i don't see them in months but it's very hard just to make yeah. out a date for a simple coffee sometimes and mm. that's what, what's really bothering me and <laughs> i don't know but i think it's probably just the way it goes and if you're a student and you're all like like hanging out every day it's it it's also it comes naturally right you're yeah. spending yeah, like, that much no time together so. no obligation uh no kids to look after etc and and it's that shared common look location with things like that as well yes mm -hmm. I, I mean it's convenient i mean you think about traditionally you form friendships based on location either hmm. location where you live you, you become friends with your neighbors location of where you work or location perhaps somewhere else where you have perhaps a, a shared experience so hmm. yeah if you have a, a hobby that you go somewhere to do you know like Kind of climbing or caving or some of that, you know, sort of jumped to my mind because those ones that were in my past. But we we're not constrained to location anymore. Yeah, that's the one of the 
beautiful things about the internet we can actually make friends with people who share yeah. interests and values I, I mean as evidenced by the fact be. that we've got four people in four four cities in two different countries in the world who yeah. are friends who've been chatting religiously every every week for <laughs> several years yeah you know more so than any of our other local friends it's bridged that gap, hasn't it? Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's that's. I mean, that's also uh, one of the big reasons why I really want to do the the camp at my place, right? Because I, I know that there would eventually be coming a few people that um, are not part of uh, like our our hangouts, or I'll do that at another point in time, but. To me, like this, having you guys all all here is like first priority to me. I I, mm. I think that would just be great to have like a live hangout, <laughs> and, and, uh, <laughs> right? And and I don't just know, make one one camera. Yeah, eventually. Yeah. <laughs> you have well, one camera you. with with all of us, and then there's that. Make like a load of boxes. And then we can all just kind of just stick our faces in the box. Yeah, and just the like just frames. There. Everybody hold up a frame. <laughs> yeah. But is there is there anything um, that you feel like? Do you do you guys have the the habit of sticking to like New Year's resolutions or trying to motivate motivate yourself to do something, or are you? like being realistic and saying like okay like the date doesn't matter i can start anytime and then yeah, don't I do think, it <laughs> I, think, I, think I, I tend to instead of picking new year as a date I, I tend to have other sort of milestone dates throughout the year that are you know they are you know the flexible moving dates as well you know i said before about my finishing my um medication for my nose mm. I, you know use that as a milestone then for changing from one thing to doing something else, you know, rather than having a arbitrary end of the year new start sort of thing. So I do a few of them over the course of the year for various things. I think that that tends to work a little bit better for me, or it makes mm. it more likely that I'll stick to them. I think. Yeah, the, I think the, 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 main... the, the the problem is really with like not starting. I think New Year's is a good way to start on things, but sticking mm. to them is the hard part. So Yeah, I wanted to <laughs> say this. Long -term <laughs> habit, isn't it? It, 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 you can, I think it will only help you to, to do something for the first few times because the date was there, right? Yeah. But once the date is gone, that's just gone. I mean, I've been in a gym for too many years to to see this happening, right? The <laughs> yeah, first two months the first of the year, of, yeah. it's fucking, it's really packed, like packed, and you stand yeah. there. And Not say, looking well, forward to that. <laughs> could, could you just all leave? <laughs> like eighty percent of you won't be here much, so yeah. I would just like to do my training. It's it's odd, yeah, but. I think it's, 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 it's tradition, though, isn't it? Again, it's that traditional thing. Yeah, mm -hmm. Christmas particularly is often a time of excess for people. Mm -hmm. I mean, I picked up a few things this, this afternoon, click and collect from the supermarket. So I remember there were, I think there's about three or four carrier bags with stuff in them. The, the car just down from me, they they must have filled their car. 
with stuff. <laughs> yeah, I mean, literally, the guy brought my stuff out on a trolley, and it was, I think, six six baskets, and none of them were full. Mm. And the other, the one just down, it, it must have had close to twenty baskets. I don't know how full they were. It, there was a lot. There was a lot of stuff. Mm. And it's the, so it's got the element of excess at Christmas, which people then feel guilty about in the kind of the week with kind of New Year. Mm. It is that kind of well, it's a new New Year, new start. That's kind of sort of traditional thing. But of course, they're launching. Yeah, they're launching <laughs> into yeah what is often seen as one of the worst months of the year kind of from yeah. a, an emotional and point of view yeah you get the kind of yeah but what's it black blue monday or whatever they call blue it monday, yeah, some day then, that's kind yeah. of considered one of the worst so people yeah. kind of they go at it kind of with oh yeah i've got to lose some weight i've got to get fitter i've got to become better at, i've got to play the piano every day or play Don't guitar every day and yeah and all of then it together <laughs> a few weeks in and because there's no base because they've they've gone too much too soon mm-hmm. yeah like all the people that will decide right i'm gonna get a pair of running shoes and i'm gonna go running and they the first day they go out and they can't yeah they don't get very far but then yeah they pick up a, a i don't know coach to a couch to 5k sort of app on their phone and they kind of they run too much they don't read the the little bit that says if you feel a bit uncomfortable yeah. Go back from running to walking. So they they run a couple of times and they they end up with so much delayed on set muscle soreness the next day they they can't they can't even bear to think about going out again because they hurt too much. And the same yeah. with the gym. Yeah, and it it also leads to back to frustration, right? So you're trying yeah, yeah. it and then you maybe you, I don't know, skip a day or two and then your all your motivation is lost again and you just feel more and more frustrated and. You can't you can't then build then, a habit if you breaking the yeah. habit all the time or you're building bad associations with that habit little the, little the makes, bits and bites yeah yeah the one, the one that always makes me laugh is where you've got someone that will go you know oh it's middle of november at new year i'll do this <laughs> like, just do it start now. now or start monday you know what why wait until the end of the year before you're allowed to start doing something you know yeah it's, 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 uh, it's a bit crutch i think for, for me, because I, I spent so long, yeah, of, yeah, teaching, or yeah, obviously the, it was all my years of school, then all the years of university, then all the years, a few years in industry, but then kind of yeah, twenty odd years of in school again, yeah, the year for me almost starts in September, and still mm-hmm. does. I mean, I've still got kids in school, so it's kind of still kind of September is 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 quite a, a time where it's been numerous times when I've sort of changed jobs normally when teachers change jobs it's September and that kind of gives you a kind of a fresh start and kind of it's, it's quite a nice you can yeah, you can do things like reinvent yourself so after I, I my first school I was I, I shouted too much and I, I was known as the guy that shouted and it wasn't good it wasn't healthy it wasn't good behavior management system and but when I went to my next school they're like I don't have to shout anymore I can but I don't have to and there was no expectation. There was no kind of, oh, why does he stop shouting or anything like that? It was just, yeah. didn't need to do it. So you can kind of reinvent yourself when you kind of have those changes. I, th- I think that can be quite important. But I still I still fall into, because, you know, again, as a kid and all the time of, right, what's your New Year's resolutions? So I still have that kind of thing of, yeah, what what can I do different next year? Yeah, what, yeah will, I, will I make some YouTube videos next year? Because I think I only made one or two this year. Actually, it might have been just one. Um, 
and it seems like yeah, having just done the the, the treasure trade, and I I made a, I made a book again. <laughs> so yeah, as you two both know, you've had notebooks from me. I made a notebook. I made it different. I did some different things, and it's like mm, this is the first. Actually, because I made six books altogether. So oh, I've done. I've, this is the first time I've done some book binding this year. Yeah, I'm not happy with that. I'm not happy with the fact that this is the only time I've done any book binding this year. So but I, I like the like... I like the the approach. Maybe maybe that's a better way to do it. Is instead of setting like a gazillion goals for next year, is maybe achievable. Yeah. No, maybe 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 better look back on the year and like look through what you've achieved actually and. Mm -hmm. Uh, I know quite a few people who do sort of like a New Year's um, reflection. Yeah, like a reflection, but they have an actual. It's like a few sheets of paper where they mm. they write in yeah, write what the what they did then, mm. what they achieved, what maybe even what their goals are for next year, but just like very general. Mm. And um, I always like this looking back at projects, what you did this year, or maybe even reflect on how like certain relationships changed or friendships or who you got to know better or what you got to see. Like I used to do like all these uh, when concerts were still allowed. <laughs> I was looking through, okay, I went to, yeah, I went to, to this concert and like made a, a ranking of the concerts that I went to. <laughs> so, I mean, these days it's like same as Spotify wrapped up year thingy, <laughs> mm. I guess, but that that's just annoying in my mind. <laughs> I think um, there there was a book uh, that's called Tiny Habits, um, and hmm. I, I think I think the the thought alone of the title of the book makes so much more sense to me than doing these um, these steps that seem to be like just too hard. You you mm -hmm. can't just say okay, I'll start. Um, I'll start next year and I'm going to lift 200 kilos, right? I mean, that's physically not going to work. What you can do, though, is say, I want to do more sports. And more sports has the great um, advantage that it doesn't mean much more than just a bit more, right? So if you did something this year and you, you promise yourself to add a bit on top, that's very reachable. That's super mm -hmm. hard to get um, stressed about. That's super hard to actually fail on, because it's not it's not a crazy change, right? It's like, um, for for example, if you say, okay, I'm going to that's a special case, but I'm going to stop smoking at the first of January, right? What that's what what that promise or that that resolution means is you're going to inflict yourself with a very hard time psychological battle against your demons of of being addicted and all that stuff right so not to mention the fact that you'll probably spend the, the week or two beforehand doing more just to yeah to just of, to cover know, up right to, to enjoy <laughs> it more before you make start. sure there are no cigarettes left in the house yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah, and all that stuff, right? The the way, for example, the way I stopped smoking was basically that I made the decision myself for myself, and um, I didn't tell anyone. 
Mm. Um, and that has, a, I think in general, that has a great uh, effect on yourself because uh, there's this, I forgot the name of what the, there was a name for this effect, but psychologically, the more you talk about something, the more of the responsibility you give away, right? So um, yeah, that, that effect can't happen then, right? And mm. if you just tell yourself, I'm going to be a bit better than I'm now, that gradual increasing of, of uh, like doing more for yourself, and I hope that's part of your resolution is doing more for yourself in one way or the other, and not like some... Uh, I don't know stuff that is meaning meaningless to you, um, but the the re resolutions thing I think will get much easier if you don't like make goals that are quite unachievable. It's, it's quite an individual thing, I think, as well, though, isn't it? Because some people need that personal accountability to say, "Hey, yeah. guys, I'm giving up smoking from this date." Exactly, so then and then they, they they've got as many people to... as they can, right? Yeah, mm. so they've got that, you know, people can hold them accountable there. Whereas other people don't need that so much. Like you say, you, you can just go, I'm doing this for me because it affects me and it's my decision. I'd like to discuss the just part, but yes, <laughs> it's super hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And if you're failing, no one will know it anyways, right? Exactly. Correct. So that is the counterpoint to it is then you've, mm. you know, if you, if you make everyone aware, you can be then more public. If you have some obvious reason or excuse that you can displace your failure onto, you know, I, oh, this is the reason why rather than just, I couldn't do it, you know, uh, maybe on unpopular opinion here. I don't think um, telling as much people as you can is actually something that helps you in the process of the psychological, I'm going to stop my addiction. I think what that does is it's changing external effects. Yes. But that's not what's keeping you to it, really. I don't think. No, I, that, I agree, yeah. It's, it's I, just another... It's another coping strategy, I think. You know, it's... It, it's it's a like a, a backup option, you know. You can say, "Oh, if, if I can't do it myself, knock that cigarette out of my hand if you see it, or mm, you know, mm -hmm. take that biscuit I think out of my hand." Or... I, I mean, I, I haven't been in that situation where I had to like quit an addiction or something. But what I can imagine is maybe if you have like one partner, like one friend, or me, maybe even your significant other. And you have both have the same goal. Yes. Of absolutely. like, I don't know, losing weight together or quitting smoking or I don't know, whatever it is, learning a language, for example, mm. it can be something like entirely like positive. And as you well. can talk about it together, right? And you can talk yeah. about it and you can keep yourself on track and motivate each other to keep going. Mm. Definitely, yeah. I think, like most, like most things in life, it's it, it's really quite complex. And I, I'm familiar, I've I've read some of the same or um, research, Kel, that you're you're referring to about kind of you're not sharing because you you change how that goal will be. But I also know darn well that when I had partners to go to the gym with, mm -hmm. I would go to a gym because my partner was like, "Yeah, we're off to the gym, aren't we?" Yeah, yeah, because I didn't want to let my gym partner down. Mm. Mm -hmm. And that was very motivating, even on the days when I didn't, and, f and vice versa with them. 
you know, it'd be those days like, yeah, unless there was kind of you know, serious illness or injury, you'd kind of go, what do you mean you can't be bothered? No, we're going to the gym. Come on. And yeah. if you've got that kind of relationship with someone where you can kind of you're right, yeah, that, hold that, them accountable that help, and keep yeah. them going, but it's, it's finding that right person to do that. Absolutely. It's not necessarily going to work with anyone. And there is that kind of element of, well, if I... I wonder actually if it's maybe something to do with like you know introversion and extroversion. Am I? I think I think you're right, and I think it's very much true that if you can set yourself a goal and you achieve it for yourself, that is definitely going to be the strongest thing. But particularly with something where you're trying to generate a habit, maybe having people hold you accountable it then becomes a habit which you then become. Well, this is just now the thing I do. And maybe that's I think, just opposite. Hmm. Maybe for an but introvert, the extra, the 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 outside pressure is more helpful, and for an extrovert, like keeping it to yourself. No? Or maybe the other way around. I mean, it's such a yeah. The, hmm. the mind is such a complex thing. Yeah, that's true. And it, it yeah, it's it's based on so many factors. It's not just you know, our minds, but you know, our experiences, our, our memories, our hmm. our locations, our situations. You know, the relationships that we're in, the responsibilities that we have. You know, all these sort of different things impact us. You know, they are us. They they kind of you know they form us, and so any change to that might require something extrinsic. It might require something intrinsic, and that will be for different people. I mean, as a teacher, I know full well that you know some students were just so intrinsically motivated to learn. It doesn't matter what situation that they were in. Doesn't matter how disruptive other members of the the class were. Doesn't matter how poor perhaps the teacher is. They will still learn and they will still do extremely well. And there are other people who will perform extremely well because of extrinsic motivators. You know, the, sometimes you know, we get kind of you know, get students are. coming in and they kind of go. Oh yeah, my my dad said if I if I get an A, I'll get fifty quid. If I get a B, I'll get thirty quid. If I get, and if I get all A's, he's going to give me an extra five hundred pounds. That's like, and yeah, they they work suddenly work really really hard because there's that prospect of you know several hundred pounds of reward money for having done well. And I have See, that's, like that's 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 the issue. I like with with me, I having I have a lot of trouble. Motiv motivating myself for something that I don't find beneficial for myself mm. or that I would think like coming back to the to the extremes that I was talking about earlier um, I know for a fact that if I would get into for example video gaming which is like not a task <laughs> let's say but if I would get into that I would go all in and yeah. I would spend all my time on that and get really obsessive with it. So I would rather like not play at all because I can't do the <laughs> the balance, right? Yeah, I, I, I don't same, play games. I and don't play the same, games. I, I, love, my... I, love, I love playing games, but yeah. it's hard for me just to do a little bit of it. So, yeah. but the, And the there are games designed is... to not work if you just do a little bit. Right. Exactly. Yeah. For me, it's just a waste of time. And the same thing, which is so, so stupid, the same thing I feel about stuff um, that would 
benefit me in a way of oh i if i would learn that it would be really really cool like coming back to the school stuff if i would feel mm -hmm. like oh my god i would never need physics ever in my life my brain just shuts off i, I don't want to learn it so i don't learn it right <laughs> i can't I, yeah. i'm really struggling with like motivating myself and remembering the stuff that I have to learn because I have to learn it, right? I have mm. to learn it to get the degree. But yeah. I'm struggling because I don't want to actually learn it <laughs> because it's yeah. not interesting to me. Yeah. And it's like, oh, fuck it. It's, it's, I don't know. I think that's quite a common thing, isn't it? Because when you've got things that people are wanting to learn as, as skills or things like that, I know like I, I wanted to learn uh, you know, coding and stuff like Arduino and those kind of things. A but... piano and guitar and scroll soaring and lasers <laughs> and but, I mean, all those the things. things. I want to learn all the things, but yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah, things but... like, you know, coding is in, in incredibly accessible to me in my profession, but it's something that I, I don't know. But I need the, the, the little bits of coding that I have learned have been when I've had a specific task to do. And it's been a good friend, Kiel, there, who's sort of guided me and whipped me into shape. And I know that something like Arduino, I could absolutely pick all of the skills up, but I've, I don't have that motivation to actually learn it at any other point. You know, if I sit down and go, right, well, I've got an hour now, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to learn some Arduino stuff. I sit down and then I find an hour's worth of other stuff that needs doing. That's the thing. Because it's kind you, of you higher on the list for me. Yeah, yeah you, you, always, you always have yeah, something that you, you prioritize, prioritize, right? Yeah. So I had I had trouble, like, I was keen on, on learning, like, Spanish and Japanese and stuff like that. But every time I tried to get really into it, I had something better to do, so to say. Yeah. I couldn't focus on the thing that I actually wanted to learn somehow because there was something else in my brain that kept me from concentrating on that. So it's, it's the same with learning new skills or tools or whatever, anything. I, I love learning everything about like making and tools and stuff like that. Um, but I know for a fact that I will never be a professional welder or woodworker or something because that's that's not like my priority right? yeah but i can guarantee you'll you'll pick up enough welding to to pass what you need to do you know if someone mm. says build this big structure for us that needs supporting internally like a massive horse for instance You'll you'll pick up enough woodworking skills or enough welding skills and metalwork skills to be able to achieve what you need to achieve. You might not then take that to the point where you can get a welding qualification at the end of it, but if you then need to do something similar down the line, you've got you know it's kind of learning a little bit at a time over multiple projects. Then, isn't it? You, know, you kind of yeah, but but you can't do that with language, for example. Exactly. I, mean, I, 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 I was I was in Barcelona a few weeks ago and for work. And while I was there, I, I remembered bits and bobs. I could order food. I could communicate quite a bit, but it was really frustrating because I couldn't like talk fluently to the people. Yeah. 
So, I, I but in order exactly to change thing. that, I need to really sit down and do the work. <laughs> and it, it's so much what Andy said before with um, like musical instruments. Like mm. I, I grew up in a very musical household. I I, I can't play a thing. Um, you know, I mean, at, at one point or another, I've played bits of guitar, piano, bass, and a couple of other bits. But I, I mean, if you put a guitar in my hand now, I wouldn't know which end to blow into. I, they're just alien things to me. Um, but at the same time, it's like I'd love to be able to play them. You know, like going up visiting my family, and they'll just, you know, pick up a random guitar and start playing a song, just for for fun and enjoyment. That's the they're kind of tinkering. And that baffles me because then in my head I'm going, well, I need to then not do a load of other things and then sit and do that for hours every day. And it's, I, I get the same thing with like doing cardio exercise. You know, if someone says, oh, go for a run or go for a cycle or something like that. If there's not a, a destination or a thing I have to go and do there or I can't do something else while I'm doing it, for me then it's just it, it's the same sort of thing like we said you know the kid before you know it's just it, it's go and sit on an exercise bike and move your legs for an hour that to me then is just it, that's an hour of torture not because of the physical exercise but the not doing anything else you know I, I, when i was doing an indoor bike from my back and things it was it was what can i do while i'm sitting here having to move my legs you know there must be other things i can do I think that's one of the bigger problems with um, being so fortunate to have all the options, right? Mm. If you if you have options you like more, you're more likely to do them. And I think that's really just fine. Uh, I don't think there's anything we we should really do about it because th th okay. that that's what personal preference comes down to, right? I mean, if 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 you would actually see value and and would like to really learn playing the guitar i'm 100 percent sure you would you would just totally. do that, it right that's the thing though. Mm -hmm. like the only thing exactly. you probably should not do is feel guilty about it exactly and that's the point i wanted to get it. to you, yeah. the, the only problem here is you thinking you should have done it although mm -hmm. you know you decided somewhat consciously about doing something different instead and that's really fine yeah i, I think as well for something like welding or woodwork or coding they are things that you can you can get a good rewarding return experience relatively quickly um you know the the they are transferable skills from other things that will get you a, a step forward. But something like, you know, building up, you know, the, the whole idea of a couch to 5K run thing, you know, you, you, you do that over the course of several weeks because it's something you can, you can only do slowly over time. And you can only learn to play a musical instrument over time and practice. And you can only learn a language by spending time practicing that language but you can you can learn to weld in an afternoon with a good teacher there is enough yeah. that you can you can walk away from that 
at the end of that afternoon and go, I can weld something now. But wait a second. I think what we can do here is, I mean, at least if you want to try and, and, and compare apples with apples, um, obviously you could, um, you could learn in an afternoon how to order food in a language or how to say yeah. hi or right. You won't learn like welding welding in an afternoon, right? There's like four different course, yeah. types, at least for cutting and then for the welding process itself and then the different gases and different thicknesses. And I mean, it's a trade to learn. There is a yeah. master of a welder, right? So, well, welding as we define it is pushing a trigger of a MIG gun, right? That's it. But that's obviously not welding, and I guess that's the same thing for for language, right? If you want to master yeah. it, you have to train for years on end. And and really, I think if if you're super keen on learning the language, for example, um, going out every night in the city where that's the native native language exactly. would help you a ton more. And then if you do it, you would learn crazy fast. And I think that's the same. It, it's completely analogous then to stuff like having a gym buddy. You know, if you've got a, a friend who speaks that language, something like, you know, learning French would be fantastic to have a chat with Red or for mm -hmm. us learning German to have a chat with you guys or for you guys learning German. English to have a chat with us. You know, yeah. it's it's that kind of thing of uh, it's practicing those skills, isn't it? You know, so yeah, there's such thing as a like the, it's called a tandem partner. Especially mm -hmm. in, yeah. in, in, in languages where you teach each other the language, basically. Like a speaking so, buddy or? Yeah. Cool. Mm -hmm. But I I, yeah, it, it comes it comes down to the in, individual. I mean, there are people who are very skilled when it comes to learning languages, which can pick them up really easy and just mm -hmm. comes naturally yeah. to them. And some people are having more trouble with that. I mean, it's my wife is like just, that. No, it's just the way where it goes, I guess. And the same with musical instruments. I mean, I, yeah. my my father is quite musical, but I, I tried it with several instruments, and I know for a fact that it's not coming easy to me. And that I would, I, I decided at some point that it's probably better for me if I just enjoy it, like from the outside, instead. Exactly. And that's and that's something to be aware of as well. I think that you don't need to do everything that you can as well just enjoy other things and enjoy um, other skills of people, I guess. So you I'm don't have thinking. to force yourself like pushing uh, growing <laughs> up. Probably everyone has that problem like, oh, I want to be this. I want to I want to do that. Or you see someone, I don't know, skydiving and suddenly you have the life goal. I, I want to be a professional skydiver because mm. you've seen someone else do it, right? But I think as well, if you if you if, if you intrinsically don't have um, a natural talent for learning something, like I, I because I, I don't feel I'm particularly good at languages, but when I interact with someone who is very good at languages, to me that is is awe inspiring. That is mm. magical, and same for anything else that I I don't feel I have the skills in but I think is is magical, like sculpture or production art or um or music. You know, there there are things that I I don't feel 
skilled or talented enough, I could probably, you know, spend time and learn to be passable at them. But it would be a large amount of time and input and effort for me. So the things the, that the are... issue is, would you enjoy it then? And that is exactly it. And it, it's one of those things that I, I don't think I would enjoy the process of getting skilled enough. I don't think I would enjoy that enough to put that to above there, the right? things that I do. So for me, then it's 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 more a case of I can I can enjoy seeing my friend make a a massive sculpture or something and go, holy crap, that's amazing! I couldn't do that. That's and the point, that though. Is like the magic. I, well, I I get a yeah. I got a lot of comments from people who are like. Oh, I wish I could do that, or I want to do that, and like genuine emails from people who want to learn that and stuff like that, and um, that are that at some point in their life they took a different path and they decided on taking on other skills, and I'm always like open about it and say like you can do it if you actually want to put in the time and effort to mm -hmm. proceed with that, but it's a long way and it it will take up all of your time, right? It's nothing that you can, you can either do it, you can do it as a hobby. I mean, of course, you can take some, some sculpty home and just fiddle around with it and, and yeah. be happy with that. That's, that's the joy of hobbies, I guess. And the same for musicians. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I envy everyone who's just playing their guitar at home and be totally in peace and happy with that. That's 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 beautiful, I think. Yeah. But if you are if you have the the goal of being like a professional musician on stage and selling millions of records, you actually have to put the time and effort into it and like you it, it doesn't like just fly to you, right? You <laughs> have to work for it. Yeah, absolutely. And I think a lot of people expect ex expect something just to come to them in a way and are not mm. maybe don't know don't want to put the work into it and then get disappointed because they just see that someone else maybe achieved that goal but they don't know what 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 was their path on getting there right I, that is absolutely it and I, I know that's something i'm hugely guilty of, of 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 looking at something and like i said before you know that, that kind of um that knowledge that I could put time and effort in and become good enough for what I want to be able to do, but that I know I wouldn't enjoy the process of getting to there. Mm. I'd like to be able to just go, I'm going to do this now and then be good at it. <laughs> and, it and it doesn't work like that. You know, I think I, I'm, mm -hmm. I would say I'm, I'm good enough in what I do as a career, but I've been doing that for 19 years. And well, I, I didn't just pick that up last week. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Go ahead, I, I think it's still possible to switch that to something that if you changed, right, and you have the passion and willingness and, and interest and, and drive to do something else, mm. I still think you could switch, right? Absolutely. Oh, Totally. Yeah. Yeah. For, for example, this whole uh, programming thing, when we we started to look look into it, and and um, I, I tried to come up with 
a few basics. I think the, the, the main problem, what I said in the very beginning is, if we don't have a goal to work towards too, and the willingness of everybody to like invest the same time as in CAD, yeah. that's going to be hard. It's, it's not going to work, right? But it, those and, foundations that you gave us then, they've helped me since then to, to, to learn stuff and pick up stuff. Like, you, you and I have had obviously offline conversations anyway where I, I've been then sort of t telling you about bits that I'm, I'm learning for work. It's yeah. like, oh, so I'm trying to do this. I'm I'm writing this thing because I need to solve this problem. And then you'll, in in usual Kiel fashion, you're like, let me know if you need any help. I can do this and I can do this with you. I can help you do this and I can, you know, give you this wealth of of information as you so lovingly do. But then I'm I'm sort of going, yeah, but but I can I can do this now. I've I've learned to do this thing, and you're like. Super, yeah, <laughs> super happy for me, and and it's like well, you you gave me that, you gave me the ability to do that. But I, I, I mean, I just did it. I wrote that, that one line of code. <laughs> I mean, that's the same. For, uh, the vice versa, right? I, I learned yeah. how to use fusion effectively to actually do construction work and um, like make myself some some decent plans to build stuff off of and all that stuff. Um, but but the the problem with um, this whole um, easy to begin with hard to master thing is um, how much of the mastery are you actually going to want to? It's the do, it's right? the, the eighty twenty rule, isn't it? It's that yeah. kind of. Um... And that's fine. The problem with IT though, or or software development, in my in my opinion, the problem is. The eighty twenty rule applies, but the market is screaming for people. So <laughs> the eighty percent that only went in for the twenty percent, they still get good paying jobs, and that's why IT is shit, basically. Uh, and, and and yeah, it's it's kind of sad because um, if if you actually long for idiomatic code and and like clean code and elegant solutions to problems i guess right in in, in mm. this manner um it just hurts a bit <laughs> to have I, only people on auto-tune singing right that just yeah sucks. i mean don't get me wrong I, I could i could rant about that that topic for days on end um because that, that's something i've seen in in various aspects of it and and in cad over my years being in in those industries of things becoming more more accessible for the masses but then what that's meant is because there is a shortfall of people doing the jobs more of those people are getting into positions where they're not necessarily as qualified as they perhaps need to be you know is that that sort of bar for entry is has had to lower at the same time as everything has become more accessible so people can can do the work for decent money but not understand why or how and then when something goes wrong they don't know why the only thing is to me if you would like to get better and if you want to achieve mastery there's really no excuse anymore to not do it right yeah. because especially for what's making this possible the industry the technology that <laughs> really does exactly that right mm -hmm. um 
every freaking bit of knowledge is out there. You can learn it all, right? You can build another, um, let's say, web scale search engine from scratch in your freaking household on an eight-year-old computer. No freaking problem. But are you willing to do it is the question, right? And that's like full circle back to the beginning. Yeah, um, absolutely. I guess it's fine if you're not. Yeah. Sometimes it's also that learning. One of the things that numerous schools have done in, in the UK and, and probably elsewhere is try to establish means by which you take a student at the age of 11 and you can assign them what are often referred to as flight paths of how they're going to achieve till the age of 16 or 18, depending on which exams you're looking at. And you can kind of you know, fit them to a, a kind of a curve. And quite often these are kind of, yeah, they're, they're linear relationships. And it's like, but people don't learn in linear ways. And particularly groups of people don't learn in something. Yeah, some people, yes, it will be a nice steady progression of learning. For some people, they're going to struggle to start with, struggle to start with, and then really sort of make sort of good gains. Other people, they'll make quick gains, but then plateau off. And mm. other people are going to go, yeah, they're, they're round about, up, down, <laughs> a little bit, cross around, and, and eventually get somewhere. And, and there's, all there's, that th while you have hormones for three people, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, you got yeah, you got thirteen in a class, all of whom are diff following a different path. Now, yeah, but there's there's this element of things aren't necessarily linear for people. And there's mm. are, you, are you familiar with um, the taste gap by Ira Glass? It's that mm. kind of you know it's 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 worthwhile kind of read or, or listen there's there's a few youtube videos I'll, I'll find one link into the sort of show notes uh for when this goes out but essentially it's if you kind of let's say you're interested in learning something and you kind of go well i'm, I'm interested in learning about coding and you kind of start with well, i don't really know anything about coding i know, I know kind of what, what it's used for and i kind of have an idea of you know, some of the names of jobs i don't necessarily know what that job does but I want to learn a little bit about coding. So you kind of, you, you go, right, I'll go on a beginner's coding course. Or maybe you pick up a, an Arduino or a Microbit and kind of, you know, that's a, that's a way into code. As you start learning a little bit about code, you kind of start learning kind of, you know, what you know, a variable is or, you know, how you kind of structure a, a basic piece of code, how, how you maybe think about an algorithm. And you sort of start off with those sort of basic ideas. And once you kind of you get into there, you kind of you, you maybe pick up a few skills, but what you also suddenly realise is that you're now learning more, and you realise how little you know. Mm. And there's this gap about between what you can do and what you know you should be able to do, and sometimes that chasm can be quite difficult. Yeah, it's like if it, you, yeah, like like painting. You, you, you spend years going, just days, weeks, months, doesn't matter, going into a, a gallery and you, you kind of really admire these sort of paintings, which of course, you know, are the best of the best. Or you're on Instagram and you're looking at people's photographs or their pictures they've drawn. And then you kind of go, well, I'm, I want to learn to take these photographs. Well, I want to learn to draw or paint. And you start off with and what you're producing is nothing like those things you're seeing. And so there's this gap, this, this gap in kind of what you... No should be good stuff, but you can't yet produce. And that can be, a, that gap can be just, 
unsurmountable for some people. Yeah. Particularly if there isn't. I mean, like you say, yeah, it really helps if you've got a, a need to do something. So yeah, the the first time I the first time I did a kitchen in a house, we couldn't we couldn't afford to get our kitchen. It, it was it was it was yeah. We bought a house cheap, as you do when you first kind of you know, move into somewhere with someone. It needed work. It was all we could afford. It needed a lot of work. It's like there were certain things we had to get people in to do. Yeah, there was some damp at the front of the house. We had to get it replastered and things like that. And it was like right, we need somebody in to do that. It's like the kitchen. It was functional. We could do. Yeah, we could, but it, it needed changing. It, it's like, okay, how much did it cost to get a kitchen done? Oh, all right, can't afford that. Mm. Yeah, oh, can we, we can buy, we can buy the stuff. We can buy, we can buy, you know, carcasses or flat pack. We can buy flat pack cabinets. That's cheaper than buying a carcass already made. And yeah, can, well, can we do that? Well, yeah, we've, we've put together wardrobes. Can't be any different to putting together a wardrobe or a set of drawers. Um, what about things like worktops and things? So first kitchen we had, somebody else did the worktops put it all in and somebody else came in and did the worktops it's like oh well, i didn't watch him do that it didn't seem that difficult so yeah the next the next i think the next time we actually had somebody do the worktops as well actually no the first time i just used kind of um a little metal plates that kind of butted and it didn't look very good so the second time we got somebody in to do it it's like ah that's how you do it you need one of those jigs and a big router yeah, it's like so third kitchen right big router big jig yeah did it myself and you kind of You've got that purpose of mm. needing to do something, and you kind of go, well, "Yeah, can I do it?" When you when you need to do something, it's so much. That, that is your motivation, then, isn't the it? The motivation your... to learn something is so much better than just wanting to do something. Mm. It, I, is... I think one thing that always gets overestimated is um, already knowing how to do something. It's kind of funny. Uh, I don't know how, how you think about it, but in the last years, I, I had so many occasions of me just saying, yes, I'll do it, and have no freaking clue about how to do it, <laughs> uh, right? But then figure it out. And since I made the decision, I'm very motivated to get it done the right way and mm. properly, so to say, right? And then you already have something to work towards to and, and, and know you want to achieve so learning to do it is actually so the, the motivator is there once you said yes right um and my wife always said why you can pretty much do all the things so for you it's also not hard to do it i'm like that's not exactly true i have no clue what i'm doing right i'm just <laughs> telling you i'll do it not that i can already and then I'll figure out how and and well guess what sometimes I'm failing of course but I think motivation is is really the key there and and sometimes at least for me uh, I learned about myself that it's enough to just say yes without having any clue and then having to learn it because I already said yes and that's that's also kind of a nice trick to me that's probably know. the the major maker gene speaking there <laughs> I guess. yeah I mean of course <laughs> because a lot of people would just say I don't know how to do it I will not do it right I will get someone mm. in to do it yeah we we um one one golden rule um in the house dry I'm I I'm volunteering at is um if somebody comes in and wants to build something and it's not like properly undoable uh, which is really pretty never the case um the golden rule is they do it themselves 
right? So whatever you can help them with, you'll do. If they don't know how to use a tool, you show them. If they blah, 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 right? All these things. But the actual doing part, they have to do themselves. So yeah, um, if it's not like machinery that cuts like limbs off or something, uh, <laughs> that's what we'll do for them. So they don't. Uh, but um, everything else, they, they are supposed to do themselves, right? And that's so cool because it's not what happens in that room that day. It's what they take with them. And that's not the furniture. Mm. They know, A, if I leave here, I built this myself, yeah. right? The important part. And now I can do that. So if somebody else says, hey, what do you think? Could, could I build this cupboard? They are pretty likely to say yes. Why? Because they made it as well. And they thought they couldn't. Yeah. Right. So the cool part is it's very infectious to always say yes to things and just do them. So that's that's how I try to tackle it most of the time. Just say yes first. <laughs> that helps figure out later. like the long run, right? And then you're motivated to do it the right way anyways. And if you do it for the first time, you can still say, I don't know how it's the first time I'll try. But you said yes already. <laughs> I have I've I would like one kind of opinion from you guys on something. You just do you ever f see something like so well well done that it demotivates you in a way? Yeah. That you that you think yeah. okay, I not like you can have both, right? You can have okay, I want to make something like this as well as a motivation starter, or you can look at something and go Okay, I will never be able to do that. I will rather not even try to achieve that. I think it's most of the time this way for me, to be honest. But I does mean, it? Is it yeah, with craft know. stuff, right? If you, don't get mm. me wrong, what I'm thinking about is, um, for example, products from Alex Pole, right? Mm. Yeah. I'll never fucking try to achieve that. Right, I'll do my own version of something similar in the shape or kind, right? But no way. Probably never. But I still think it's really worth trying. Uh, yeah, that, that's that's the point, though. Does it? Right. Does it? It's so it still motivates you seeing that beautiful thing that he made. Absolutely, but I never tried that. I think that's the key for me. I will not try, try to... your own version exactly. of it. Exactly. I'm not yeah. trying to reach that. I, I'm not trying to aim that high. I'm just saying, well, that also exists, and I can try and I, I aim up here, right, better than I was before, so to say. Yeah. But I guess there's there is a lot of people out there who see something and maybe they really love it, but unless they are not able to reach that kind of of like. Um, quality or something right. they won't try at all they will rather just scrap it yeah. and mm. enjoy it i think i think that's immensely common i think that's yeah. really 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 common you and find, the, the point is young, just young people do not well. not get frustrated about that part it's like you can as i said earlier with music i would i enjoy music i love music i love concerts but i don't get frustrated by the thought of not being able to do that Right. So. Yeah, it's that acceptance, isn't it, of, mm. of being able to go. It's not a skill I can do anytime soon, or it's not a skill I want to dedicate the time and energy to learn. You know, I, I suppose it, in essence, it's the same 
or at least a similar thing with with some makers where they might go i need one of these for a project but i i can't do that well enough but i can speak to the person who inspires me and see if they can you know i can commission it from them or you know things like that yeah i i think there's also this difference between you see something that's virtually unreachable and you don't have any skills to try and do anything like similar and you can just accept that and and respect the craft and like admire the beauty of it right in the musical sense for me that is exactly identical right i'm not the super crazy music fan i i i listen to music a lot but it's mostly not like the primary thing i do so um i couldn't play anything right there is no thing i can play i can blow into a flute i guess but that's it um and, and that wouldn't be anything nice well, that's pretty so, good because playing a flute or blowing into a flute and getting a note out is pretty pretty tricky exactly but that one that comes out by default that i can do <laughs> uh, no what i mean is like if you don't own any skills of that kind and and admiring and respecting and and uh seeing beauty in what some musicians are able to do to me it's something completely different than to say hey i've i've built myself a forge i do have an anvil i can heat metal hot so i can forge it i never achieve something of that quality anyways right that's to me that's different things right because there's one you couldn't even try and you're fine with it and the other one which is i think for many people more frustrating than me is you would know how to technically like um produce a thing in theory but you wouldn't ever try to do it because you know it wouldn't be of that quality yeah yeah i mean right, I, I think that's that's sort of it's the physicist and the car isn't it you know if you've got a a, a physicist at the side of the road with a broken down car they can tell you exactly in detail how every single part of that vehicle works but, but hand them a spanner and won't be able to fix it you know it, it's yeah. that sort of uh i, I wonder as well it, you know with the with the dunning kruger effect dunning kruger effect where you've got that kind of when you start learning something and it sort of drops and then you you, you sort of you you think you know everything and then you realize you don't know anything and then you start to you know that kind of wibbly graph thing i wonder yeah, if it's that... not associated just with those people who kind of learn a little but then think they know everything and the, the earth is flat and I, exactly things yeah. don't work yeah or, or teenagers as, as they also sort of the parallel with um but the uh i wonder if the, there's an aspect of that with with that maker gene you know for people who are generally pretty good at transferring skills you know I, i've i've learned a bit of sewing so i can now do a little bit of woodwork because it's a similar thing and because i can do sewing and woodwork because it's joining big flat surfaces i can do some leather work and because I can do that, I can do some welding. You know, it's it's having an idea enough about one particular set of tools or materials or skills, and then applying those to a different medium. You know, a different a different trade, mm. if you like. I wonder if there's there's an aspect of that which might make us more prone to not attempting something if we've gone down a particular path and know it's difficult. And don't think that those transferable skills are going to allow us to do something well enough. 
I, I, I'm only going to speak for myself, but I just had to look up for anybody that doesn't know the Dunning-Kruger effect. Um, I just looked it up. So it's it's basically a graph, right, um, where you have uh, self-confidence and you have um, time and experience, right? And that thing goes like, at the very beginning, you have no experience, right? And you you have a lot of self-confidence and then it drops down into a like a valley, right? Oh, my God, that's not never going to happen i'm really stupid right and then your experience grows and it like rises again to your experience and you know and blah 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 so <laughs> for me for me i think i'm just riding the dumbness peak right <laughs> so because i, I honestly I, i'm very self-confident because i don't know enough right so i'm going up there and then i'm just going to jump off of it to the next thing I can really rise again and then rise again and then rise again. I'm just go never going to, into this. Uh, I'm super frustrated. This will never work thingy ding, right? And I'm just like a going dumb to, plateau. Yeah, exactly. The dumb plateau. And, and uh, say, hey, um, maybe it's good that way that I'm just trying to uh, n not get too frustrated because I can rather switch to the next thing I'm going to enjoy. And said mm. yes to and, and motivate myself to learn a bit more. So I'm just, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe, you don't maybe give yourself enough time to realize that you, you know, that you don't get, you don't have enough time to, to hit that well of despair because you've moved on to the next, thing. To the next yeah. thing. Yeah. I, I just, I, I just can't allow myself to realize I never learned that much, much anyway. <laughs> But <laughs> it's fine for me right now. Let's if you keep spinning those plates, as long as they keep spinning a little bit, you could enjoy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I think it's. I think it's pretty much of a very, um, very nice, like, uh, like personal. Um, how do you say it? If you are, if you are able to actually appreciate other people's work without being mm. jealous or without being envious. That's that's a very nice thing to have, I guess. Mm. So I can I can totally. I can. It's it's so nice if you can just look at someone else's work and just be like, this is this wow. is really fucking amazing. I love it. I and and also tell that to the person, right? Mm. Without sounding bitter or salty or anything. Uh <laughs> Quite easy with you, Kao, I I have to admit. What? Yeah. Why? <laughs> for me, for me, it's it's exactly that. I can hundred percent admire your work and and tell yeah. that to you and and like respect the shit out out of what you can do. And I know I wouldn't ever be able to, <laughs> right? That's yeah. But it, there's that comparison. I'm quite chill about it. I think you hmm. you could do it. I reckon, Kel, if you could do it, if you just put decided to focus on it and put in the the. Equivalent number of hours. Correct. Really but put twenty years of your life maybe into you're it. Maybe you're right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe you're and, right. And that—that's—that's that's the problem. Like you, you mentioned Alex Pohl, and if you listen to him on, he was, he was on Full Blast podcast this last week. Yeah. And, I didn't listen yeah. yet. Yeah, it's it's good. It's good to listen. I I generally I have to admit I generally don't listen every week, but if there's somebody I know, then I'll I'll tend to kind of listen to it. <laughs> um, so I, I mean I listen and yeah, I heard some new things and small things, but yeah. If you've listened to kind of him talk in the past, you'll know that he's been working in with metal for thirty years. 
So what we see when we see the forge and when we see the things they make, yes, there, you know, there's Joe and Steve and yeah, and the other guys on in the forge team, but yeah, the the creative brain mostly there is Alex. It's his name on the the letterheads, his name on the bills, it's his name on the over the forge. It's his logo on my t-shirt. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, you go. I I couldn't make that. I can do my own thing. That's fine. But what you're trying to compare is again is your relatively small number of years of, of working with metal. His thirty years dedicated to metal. No, no, I don't think that's the case. Really, I, I realize he put in thirty years, and I'm not going to be able to do it. Right? I, I, hmm. I'm I'm fully aware of I will never be able to do it because I will not invest thirty years of craftsmanship and and passion but, but... and all that. Right. But even if you even if you would would be a professional blacksmith, right? You could still be able to appreciate other people's work. Absolutely. Yeah. So and I think that's that's a very good thing to keep in mind or to yeah. uh to also um communicate with on social media or something if you are in within the same field of craft. Just comment on other people's work and like, oh man, this sculpture, for example, is it's it blows my mind. It's so good, and do that in a very genuous uh, way, right? Absolutely, yeah. I think that's and as, I think a, a lot a lot of people will be more on the other side, with being like bitter about it, like it's not that good even. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> to make themselves feel better, I don't know. I think that's exactly it, though, isn't it? Is is the 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 willingness and the want to to bolster your peers, to 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 share other people who are good at things. I, th I think there's a there's a, a bit of a mentality with some areas of the maker community where it's uh you know it, it's climbing up the pyramid sort of thing. It's you know you've got to kind of push everyone out of the way and, and get to the top and whatever else. Whereas I think other aspects of it tend to be, you know, collaborations or or things that are like you say, sort of uh, enriching the, the the kind of the other people doing the same thing as you. It's, it's bringing more, shining more light onto it. It's bringing more attention to mm. to a particular craft or a particular group of people. I, I think that is one of those things that is much more beneficial in the long run for for everyone. You remember, Carol, when we were in Hanover and Laura on the panel talk like grabbed the mic from the other guy and said, Well, because he said it and he's like, Yeah, because now there's competition. She grabbed his mic and said, No, there's no competition. <laughs> right? That was so cool. I always remember this when it's about that kind of thing. I, I do think so too. Um I think it's so much more about empowerment than competition. Alex, Alex on Forblast makes a, a really good point. I think I think it was Alex that said this. I listen to so many podcasts and also mix them up. But it's like if you, if if you, if you're a candle and you think of another and you're lit and you're, you're you're producing some good stuff and there's another candle. If you light that candle, you're still lit, mm. and now there's twice as much light. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so much more gets produced from that. 
Yeah, it's not like it's really if I light a candle, I get put out. Yeah, mm. you're not. You, sh- you share the flame, and you you can both yeah. give off light as as well as the other. Yeah, I mean, I've I've experienced like the complete opposite um, when I when I started out, basically, where people actually do not want to see you succeed, and I mm. think that's a very very bad and sad thing to mm. to happen and i still don't really get the point of it because i mean there's enough space for for everyone i guess and it's it's a beauty of yeah. like learning from other people and sharing experiences and it's, it's way better than putting other people down that Absolutely. are technically within this your same peer group right so huh? <laughs> But that, that's I mean, like may, maybe the professional kind of thing, like the competition part within uh, certain industries or something where, I don't know, we don't share our secrets. We. Yeah. I think it's I a know. bit like the people that never would give you their homework. Right? <laughs> they, they would have. Se- yeah, it's kind of funny because they would have seen any value in keeping it. For me, it was always quite the opposite, right? I learned my bit. I'm done with the stuff. Please have a look. Why would you not share your your solutions, right, or your way to the solution, or anything like that? It's well, not. It, dep- a- it depends on the, I, I, as the ex teacher uh, and the guy who <laughs> sometimes did share some work. It depends on the the reasoning for sharing the homework, there, isn't it? Yeah. If, if, you, if you're looking at someone's homework to check your answers, then that, or that's, to work I out think, how to do something, that, that's you're reasonable. Stuck. If, Wait, if you I, just I, want to copy everything, yeah. That, that's you got me wrong. I don't mean the person that's receiving it because I don't care what they do with it. I don't give a fuck if they check it to their solution or they want to I don't know uh, cheat in a test or whatever. I don't care. It's useless for me. I I already made my path through that exercise. I learned what I could from that exercise. I'm done. Right? Yeah. Why would I not give it to the next person? I don't get it. Mm. I suppose it's, that's the thing. It's, it's on them. If they just copy what you've done, they don't learn. It doesn't affect you. Yeah, go ahead. I don't care. That's what I mean. You know, <laughs> it's hair. Why would I not do that? I mean, it's odd to me. Poor Andy. Is it, is it hair stupid? Up. I don't know. Is it, it seems to be funny for so many people. Not only you. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I mean, okay. with the with the homework thing, yeah. it's uh, yeah, it's maybe it's a good analogy. But there can also be people who just want to take advantage of you and okay okay that, yeah. that might be a bit of a of a tricky part I've, I've, I've had too many, I've had too many students who do yeah. no yeah. work and will just get other people's work and mm. copy it that, yeah. that, go ahead that, that really i mean I we do that see that in the making missing... community anyway it, it, it can it, it actually can be it can, it can be quite dangerous for a student because if the teacher doesn't spot it and teachers don't always spot it but if a teacher doesn't spot it they may then think that that student is more capable than they are. They then may make predictions about, you know, um, so in the UK, for example, there are, with the exams that are done at age 16, some exam, some subjects, you, everyone sits the paper. There's one paper, everyone sits it. And there's goes from really easy questions to really hard questions. And obviously, the, the more questions you get right, the, the higher your final grade. For some... Uh, subjects such as uh, English, mathematics, sciences. There's 
two different levels of papers. So you have foundation and higher level papers. So the higher level papers will not have the really easy questions and the foundation papers will not have the really hard questions. But both of them have a cap. So if you think a student's doing really well and you think, right, okay, they've done really well on all the homework, so they've done fantastically. Okay, they're not so good in tests. Maybe they're not so maybe it's just the pressure of tests. They don't maybe or maybe they're cheating in tests as well and they're getting good scores in tests because they they're able to see papers because you're not in an example. And so you go, right, I'll put them in for the higher paper. Now if they're not then able to actually achieve that on their own in conditions where they cannot cheat, they may end up with no grade at all because there's a cap on the, the minimum grade. I, That's still I totally on the student, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, totally it's on them. I mean, I, 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 I've, my exactly. philosophy on education for students has always been, you know, if you don't want to work, that, that's, that's fine. I can't make you work. Oh. Yeah, I, I, yeah even, if, even if I, I can't make you learn. Yeah, even if it was allowed and I was able to, to hit you, yeah, bring back the cane. <laughs> learn <yeah>. harder. <laughs> yeah, learn harder and, and get smacked. I can't, I can't force anyone to learn. No. Yeah, if it's like take a horse to water, you can't make them drink. Yeah, oh. it, that's a sort of saying. I can't make them learn. They have to want to learn in order to, to do that. There's no, yeah. there's no teacher in the land that can make somebody learn if they don't want to learn. Mm. Now, obviously, if you're a good teacher, you will hopefully motivate students to want to learn. But sometimes, yeah, I mean, yeah, we discussed earlier, some people just like, yeah, I, I, I don't see the, I don't see the importance, perhaps, or I only need to get a certain grade, so I'm, I'm only going to work enough to get that grade I'm not going to work all out and another student might go I love this subject I want to study this more I'm going to work really hard yeah or as opposed to just kind of yeah I, I love the subject and I'm really good at it and I don't need to work because I'm really good at it and I remember it and so there is that kind of yeah yeah you have to have that that motivation to do something yeah um again but when it comes to but there is that kind of there is that kind of if you go back into sort of industry and into kind of business if i tell you my secret you might take my customers yeah. if i show you how to do something i might yeah. lose custom i, I, I was think about... that comes from a position of perhaps insecurity it may not necessarily be uh, mm. uh knowing a... that they're insecure it may be kind of something they're subconsciously not even aware of or the, if, if I show you my secret, you'll realise that I'm overcharging you for what I'm actually providing well, you. Well, there can be there can be aspects to that as well. There's many aspects to it, and and yeah. and most probably a lot of greed as well. That's that's um, yeah. that's playing a role into this. Hey, I don't want to show you how I do it, right? Mm. I mean, there's actually really stuff like intellectual property where it's just stupid to tell somebody else, right? I mean, apart from 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 all the crafts, uh, the the whole research that goes into something, and then you want to patent it, and and you might reach a bit of safety while the patent is valid and effective in the country you want to be in. That that's eventually a good idea, right? Um, but I, I yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I, I think it's, that the competitive it's, it's like, business scale world and, and something and different, like most things again complexity of yeah. to, to spend on the individual situation but yeah if somebody you know telling somebody else how to i mean the classic one in the maker community of the last few years was you know the epoxy river table 
you know, telling somebody how to get rid of bubbles in an epoxy river table, or you know, how to get a kind of good bond between the epoxy or to stop it leaking. Some people wouldn't share that kind of you know, their secrets about how to do that. It's like, well, there are other people who are doing it, so why not share? Become more of the community. <laughs> if you're so worried that somebody who's just picking up the skill is going to make such better tables, boards, whatever, that you're not going to get the business. You're probably not good enough anyway, and they will probably come and overtake you anyway. Well, that's that's one guest we've struck off the list, then, Andy, isn't it? <laughs> Potential future guest. <laughs> I, I think um, river table. Yeah. yeah. Although th- there's a lot of um, the homework analogy um, in that that's more valid than in the normal business sense, because if you think about the whole world of um, social media. Once you produce your content, your homework is so, so to say, done for you, right? That's exactly what Laura always says as well. When the project is done, done, it means that I published the video and everything is out, so to say. From that moment onwards, it's utterly useless, right? Mm. From that perspective. So if on the social media side, I would always show every freaking bit that I can can provide because first off, it's good for me when somebody else refers to me, right? All the time, there is no negative on that. And the second thing is, the moment I put it out, the content might be better and the content is made and then what? I, I can't use it for anything else anymore. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to make the content 50 times, over the same exact thing that's not going to be watched anyway so i'm always only going to produce everything once and then it's fine to just give it away if you want i think it's it's yeah with with like the whole sharing of knowledge and stuff it's it's a very individual personality trait as well like i've Mm. i've seen it weirdly enough with like all the generations in in my type of field and i never understood it i had one one colleague um who is now uh in what do you say in, in pension pensionated mm-hmm. no retired retired yeah sorry <laughs> pensionated <laughs> retired i'm, I'm keeping Old that word no she's <laughs> she's in pension uh whatever and the whole time, even when I was an apprentice, she would not share her knowledge, well knowingly that she was not going to work at any other place anytime soon. So she would ra- much rather like take all her skills and knowledge basically to her grave <laughs> than sharing it with the new generation. Mm. And it's, it's I, it's super, super frustrating because she had like 30 40 years of experience and she learned from very high skilled people and she knew a lot of stuff and she was seeing um us apprentices or interns um struggling with something and she wouldn't say a thing she wouldn't tell them how to do it better or how to do to do it otherwise and i find that very very sad in a way and then i have the complete opposite colleague who also like recently retired a few weeks ago um, at another theater that I worked at. And he is my absolute hero. He is the, he has the 
biggest heart in the world and I swear he I, I only was employed at that place for a couple of months like 10 years ago and I keep coming back to him because we get along on a personal level he is the most charming guy ever right always eating his pickled uh, cucumbers and stuff <laughs> like every day he has the same 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 kind of meal with him and he would teach me so much like without me even asking he was like oh yeah okay, i can show you the sewing machine so they had a really old leather sewing machine in their in their prop shop basically and he always asked me what kind of stuff i wanted to try out and even aside from regular working hours he was like oh yeah call me whenever you have a question and he referred me to um a stick welder that i then ended up buying because he was like yeah that's one is good for your purposes yada yada and like those extreme opposites of personalities is like what really stuck to me it's like why be this person where everyone talks bad about you in the end like once you're gone be the person that everyone's like oh no he's retired what are we gonna do <laughs> we can so never replace <laughs> yeah we can never replace him he was like he was a good soul he was so skilled he know knew all the tricks so yeah, but he's he passed really... those tricks. He's passed those tricks on to a bunch of other people. Yeah, so he those, was, those he tricks was will very, will yeah. move forward through time, and those people will have seen him sharing, and hopefully, most will also then go on to share, and yeah, yeah, you know, that definitely. that legacy moves forward. Whereas yeah. the legacy from the the other lady, the knowledge will be lost, which is extremely sad. I I, I, I find it almost offensive, to be honest. Um, I, I don't um, see the sense in it, really. I mean, why? No, it doesn't move anything forward, does it? <laughs> no, it doesn't. And especially with some techniques that are, would always be just like lost in nowhere, right? Yeah. If we come back to the blacksmithing, you have to teach people the craft, otherwise it would get lost. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, we are like in the internet uh, times now where we can look everything up, basically, but Back then, if you wouldn't pass on your knowledge, no one would know what to do, right? <laughs> That's why you have the, 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 the journeymanship and the apprenticeship exactly, and yeah. all these things. And learn from different people as well, because they know different things as well. So, so yeah, sorry, I keep rambling. <laughs> it's true. It's waffle. It's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> waffle time. <laughs> so, so yeah, that's, yeah that's, that's why I really really love about the maker community is um, that we are well, well, most of us are on that mindset of it's better to share knowledge than to keep it for yeah, yourself. Exactly. And it's better to help our people who are meaning you well, first of all, who don't want to take advantage and who are just interested in, 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 in learning and personal development as well. So Mm. Completely agree. So, is there something kind of going back circle slightly onto kind of you know the whole goals, New Year type thing? <laughs> yeah, are the, are the things that you guys want to maybe pick up next year, learn, try, do? Have you got kind of things in mind? I mean, 
Cal, I mean, you've obviously you've got yeah, the whole... A ton of things. Yeah, I, I want to actually... Uh, what, uh, sorry, I, I'm sorry. I was just too excited. Um, I, I want to learn to um, operate a big tractor, like uh, not a tractor, like a big digger. Okay. Yeah. Um, backhoe type. Excavator. Backhoe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I want to <laughs> dig trenches and stuff. Um, yeah, like. So, how would you say that? Is that. Um, uh, a landworking? Or la how do you Brand say works. that? Landscaping? Yeah. Landscaping, yeah. So, stuff like that, exactly. I want to build two walls and I need to feed through the whole property um, wastewater and water lines and main power lines and internet and all that stuff. And then, uh, yeah, all that. Jazz. I want. I, I want to rent a big excavator. <laughs> that's, that's you want sure. to just play in big toys. No, I want to fulfill the task. I have a goal. Um, <clears throat> would you like to borrow that. a spade? Huh? Would you like to borrow a spade? What is a spade? Oh. Spade. Like a, shovel. like a shovel. For digging holes. Won't work Manual. <laughs> that's blisters for half a year. No, 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 no. I, I need I need big machinery. Move quickly. It's, it's mandatory. <laughs> Are you going to make a little river on your property? Actually, my my brother-in-law wants to do a bit of a Japanese garden kind of thing, Ooh. Uh, with a bit of a flowy, watery thing and a pond and yeah, nice. lots of we'll gravel, nicely raked into shapes. <laughs> yeah, he he really's got a green thumb. He's coming after his mother. Uh, his mother. And they both have uh, planned out the other side of the property for the plant stuff. And I would like to, like, um, I think I told you, Kao, right? I want to prolong the front of the house a bit mm -hmm. and then build a uh, wall so it's uh, a bit more private, if you want, right? Um, sure. Because there's always people driving on my property just to get uh, potatoes or eggs. Because we have this <laughs> nice little, it's, it's like a one by one meter square shed. Right, with a little lock on the front, and every morning, uh, the grumpy Maya comes from the next village. Uh, his last name is Maya, so he's the grumpy Maya, and he always comes in the morning and puts some fresh potatoes and fresh eggs, and it's self-serving. So he's got a bit of a little box for the like money, like an honesty box. Yeah, and then you can come by and, and grab yourself some potatoes or eggs. <laughs> but there's always people on my property, therefore, so yeah. Excavators. I, I'll say excavator. Next year, excavator. <laughs> what about you, Andy? Me? Yeah. Uh, there's so many things I want to learn and do. And this is this is a curse in some ways because there's kind of constant responsibility. Well, I have kind of... I was, I was chatting to this with my wife a couple of days ago when I finished my Fools with Fools treasure train before sending it off, um, which I will admit I was the last one. Um <laughs> But they've all been sent now, which is good news. Um, so they were all sent it, off. It worked out Christmas. well because your your gift was also delayed. So yes, yes, it was. <laughs> yes, but that was kind of expected. Um, the uh, and I didn't mind. I didn't mind. Yeah, it would have been even worse for me if it had arrived weeks ago and I decided not to open it um, until kind of so I'd done mine. Although that might sped me up a bit. 
maybe I should have yeah I don't know anyway so I kind of I kind of yeah looking back yeah these were the only books I'd made this year and it was kind of like yeah I miss doing that so I did for my birthday I did get some books on book binding and they kind of have a series of well the one certainly has a series of projects well they both actually have kind of a succession of skills that you can develop as you go through it with essentially projects as you go through so what I've kind of sort of discussed with my wife is what I'm going to try and do I'm just going to try I might not make it every month but I'm going to try and do uh, at least one project from each book a month so I think that's, that's achievable um, but hopefully I'll hopefully try and video some of them because yeah let's face it I've got yeah. a YouTube channel and I, I've only put one video on it this year so. you, you haven't got a YouTube channel Andy no, I've got a, a myriad four, of five, some of which I haven't put videos on for ages. Actually, I mean, th th that's something I've been sort of thinking about as well. I mean, as I discussed uh, in Mixed Waffle a couple of week, weeks ago, yeah, I had I did have an interview uh, for a school week mm. before last, um, which I didn't get. Yeah, they decided that they were going to just go with a different approach. And fair dues, yeah, I, mean, I was a little bit frustrated. They took a few days to tell me, longer than they should. They, but, yeah, it's probably just down to a... I'll give them the benefit of the doubt, a clerical error. Um, mm. But they've, they've, they've asked if they can keep my details on file, so that's that's a positive. And, cool. But what it did make me... I did realise is that actually I, I, I can still teach. And I might be able to actually do some teaching in the classroom, all by nice. on a, a, a small scale. But something that's been th I've been thinking about for a few years and just on and off. And um, I used to, I mean, my last post, as well as teaching, I was responsible for uh, training teachers who were not specialists in physics to teach physics. That was part of my role. Because I still, I mean, I've still, I've got a lot of I've 20 odd years of teaching physics knowledge in my head, mostly somewhere. Some of it's tucked away in a bit of the corner, um, with a few cobwebs around it. But yeah, there's still a lot there, and there's still a lot of stuff where I kind of I, I, I've got ways of teaching and, and talking about things that maybe are things that I've developed. That unless you've taught physics, unless you've obsessed about physics for over twenty years, you, you don't get. So I've kind of been trying to think of you know, can I share that? There's a um, a lady that I've used to used to come into schools and deliver training who still does that she, I mean she I don't think she teaches at all now but she runs a consultancy where part of which is working with private schools and partner to get schools to partner together part of it is also about physics education and training people and things like that so I've kind of thought about reaching out to her and sort of saying look and she probably knows because she's locally based that I'm not teaching anymore but kind of reach out and say look I've, I've got this knowledge it's stuck in my head it's a bit of a waste and I want to get it out so I might reach out to her uh, to see whether I can perhaps help out with some schools locally to help teachers not necessarily students um, which obviously would be good for me kind of yeah, just because it's doing stuff that I like and do mm. um, so that could be good but then I'm not yeah kind of if I can I need to establish a few kind of things um, to maybe start some of the physics mad videos back again, I need to kind of be able to set up how I can do videos quick and easily. Um, so I was talking, I was talking with Duncan the other night. I was thinking, yeah, I haven't used my table saw in 
nearly six years. It's taking up space in a very small room. Mm. I, I may as well get rid of it. I, to be honest, I'd probably, because of the way you use a table saw and having to lean over it, I, I probably couldn't really use I, I I have to to use it. I have to literally take it onto our patio. Yeah. So when the weather's bad, I can't I can't use it. There isn't enough space to pull it out and use it in the tinkerage. And with my back, I, prob I, I probably won't really ever be able to use it properly. Um, so I may as well sell it. And then, you know, there's a few other tools. And I've got, I've, I've got a track saw, so there's, no, there's nothing that I can't, wouldn't be able to do mm. um, with, yeah, a track saw and a mighty saw that I, yeah, I wouldn't get rid of those. But yeah, maybe there's a few other tools that maybe I can, I probably won't use. So yeah, if I get rid of those, then maybe I can generate a bit of cash and maybe get something like a laser cutter or Ooh. just a desktop one yeah, just mm -hmm. like a K40 yeah. or something like that or um, or, I, I'd or, love or to some see what such. you could do with those as well well the thing, the thing I like <laughs> I mean yeah this thing like the, the, the small CNC I mean Chris Smith put out a build video of a small CNC which is, which is really cool and I, I love the idea of that and it's kind of yeah, maybe with something like a small CNC you could get back into some of the metal work that I used to do like silver jewellery mm. But then I'm thinking something like a laser with the books, yeah, covers and things like that, yeah, cutting out. Uh -huh. I'm going to a cricket, whatever you call them. They may be able to do sort of similar things, but as much as I like the cricket and what it can do, I really don't like the... There's a lot of stuff that the laser can do that they can't. Yeah, well, that's it. And they're about a similar sort of cost. Yeah. Um, although I'd have to put that in the tinkerage because I probably wouldn't be allowed to have it in the house. Whereas a cricket, I could have in the house. Well, <laughs> so, for the most part, next year, the, the number one is to try and actually build, make a book every month, or oh, something cool. like that. Will you um, continue with your drawings still? Oh, definitely. Yeah, that that's no habit. I, yes. I, I kind of five hundred <laughs> days straight is actually only a few days away. Because although the count I'm putting on is based on the start of the project 12365 that mm -hmm. we did with i did with rob prickly source thomas starting last year but they did in october for 30 days before that so i'm at 470 so i'm only a month away from 500 days so if i get 500 i can go for a thousand can't i yeah it's, yeah, you're <laughs> off there, then. yeah i kind of I, I i do want to kind of try and at the moment particularly with the stuff i'm doing it's I'm very much going, what's the quickest, simplest thing I can do tonight to get it done? So I've mm. actually got something out. Rather than going, right, I'm going to sit down for an hour and actually do something quite complex. So again, now the tools treasure trade is over with. Um, I might try and do a few more. I've got to tidy up, actually. My desk is a tip in the house. <laughs> so, yeah, I got I'll tidy up that and hopefully get that out of the way. And, you should yeah, probably do with some nice um, lasered boxes for organising all your stuff into, I'd imagine. Well, again, the Tinkerage would be a good place for getting a bit better organisation. Um, <laughs> although I actually have quite a few, I have a stack of, oh, last year sometime I picked up off Facebook Marketplace a stack of really useful boxes, the little tiny ones mm -hmm. in kind of holders. But they're on Just top keep of... them empty and, and sorted. Just yeah. as I do, right? 
Well, they are they are empty and sorted. I think and at the moment they are they are f- just taking up space on workbenches and on the broken chair that's in the tinkerage that needs fixing and the other bunch of stuff and providing services for the stuff that hasn't been put away. I can't actually physically get in the tinkerage at the moment. You can open the door and reach in. That's close enough. I can open the door because the door comes outwards, thankfully. Um, <laughs> And yeah, you, you, you need you, one you of those garbage grabbers, you know, with a, <laughs> then you can reach in. They're quite. This is Andy. Of course, he's got at least one of those. There are two. One's in the tinkerage and one's no. by the back door. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> can you reach the other one with the one that's by the back door? <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> what I really need, what I really need to, is, if I'm honest about it, is probably to get a giant skip, get a dumpster, because I've got a shed that's falling apart that needs emptying that's full of stuff I've got another shed that's full of stuff like what you probably need is a, is a group of maker friends to turn up one weekend <laughs> with a couple of tents and then just yeah please empty that point. for me yeah. <laughs> yeah. now get please take that, that down that. for me yeah get rid of that get rid of that yeah probably that somebody might try and that. burn the shed in place yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, if you ask me not to then I won't so this 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 is all so much. I can't I, I kind of have almost stopped with making plans though because every time I make plans they never come to fruition. But I try and it's do stuff like makers waffle. Of... Didn't do makers. Didn't plan makers waffle. It just kind of <laughs> oh look there's this gap. Let's yeah. do it and we did it and we've it's got going strong. Loads of different plans well, and ideas and then just grab whichever one is accessible in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. The the the. the, the the problem I have, particularly kind of this time of year when it's cold, uh, like in the house, is if I want to do something, if I want to make a book, I've got to take, I've got to get everything out, put it onto the table, which is our dining table, do something. But then if it's close to dinner time, and then I've got to then put that away. Sometimes you go, ah, oh. it's like Kelly said earlier about coming here, just popping down and doing something for a few minutes. It's like, when you've got to get everything out. I have to say, and then put I, it all the way back again. I, it, it's very frustrating yeah. sometimes. But for me, it's really I I um, I really uh, I, I really ca- did recognize how how bad it is to work in a really cold shop, uh, and I thought a lot about you, Carol, because <laughs> it's fucking freezing inside and it's not fun. Uh, so you have to like play the onion game, and then there's still something to put on your like fingers and then you can't do certain things and ugh. but when you can't feel your fingers anymore and uh, you can't yeah, you you cut them or something you don't know you've cut them because they're so cold yeah they go <laughs> numb really fast right uh, oh, why's and... my project gone red <laughs> yeah <laughs> done that before yeah <laughs> but if, if if the cells are so uh squished together because of the cold it doesn't even bleed that hard <laughs> what about Hopefully. you, Kao? Yeah. Um, I I don't really make plans either. I mean, there's. I I don't know. I have I don't have any. Like project coming up for sure next year. There's a couple requests which would be amazing if like one or two of them actually happen um but it's very uncertain if that's like going ahead or not so 
at the moment I'm I don't know I'm trying to get through winter <laughs> somehow and maybe you uh, learn to fell a tree next year maybe I do that but let's speak about that <laughs> yeah no there's there, there might be exciting things coming up but that's all unlaid eggs as we say and so I don't want to keep like talking about stuff that's maybe not gonna happen but yeah if it, if it's gonna happen it will change a lot and um it will be very exciting but uh I'll be visiting. yeah you will be visiting anyways so i'm yes maybe that's that's one thing i i hope that will actually happen is being able to travel more relaxed again and seeing other people relaxed again. I did I did actually quite a bit of travel this year, both for work and just for seeing friends. Um, I mean, I somehow managed to get over to the UK, I think three times. So <laughs> it's pretty decent, I guess, mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, considering all the things that happened. But I really just wish for things to become a bit less exciting in a negative way i wish i wish for things such a great way of putting it yeah i wish i wish for things to become a bit more like normal and boring again chance to breathe yeah and i i just yeah, i just isn't it, isn't it a chinese curse may you live in interesting times <laughs> well i just just one more thing because i i drove my my car to the garage today and uh he has time in to fix it or to to properly probably properly uh take care of all the things that i can't do because i don't have the knowledge and like the the thing to lift up the car anyways um so i i found a guy who is willing to take care of some things um that he's hopefully gonna do in february so i can i can back can get back on the road and i'm yeah hey. i i really hope that's, that's gonna going. happen so fingers crossed that he will survive another two years of tiff or mot in your case <laughs> i can actually drive without it blowing up under my ass so. <laughs> <laughs> i mean that's one way to warm you up slightly <laughs> probably yeah <laughs> But yeah, I mean, it's it's very unpredictable, really. Um, when I was, when I basically, I, I wrote my old boss where I did the apprenticeship um, just to check in because I haven't seen him in years and wanted to see how he's doing and was basically just like chatting away with him and mentioning like, yeah, if you have any like jobs from January on or something, I'm, I'm free. I would love to work with you again. Um, and he wrote back immediately. Yeah, if you have time next week, come by. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so it's more the case of, oh, for, I know one job that's going to happen for certain in January, but that's not like a really big one. But at the moment, it's more the case of um, getting back to people and um, like making them aware that I'm available, so to say. Yeah so but i'm i'm pretty relaxed so far i mean in the past years 
at some point a job will come by eventually. So I hope that's gonna continue. <laughs> Fingers crossed. No. Yeah. The, yeah, Definitely. no no real plan plans aside from things that I can't um can't plan for. I can't it? plan for. I can't mm. I yeah. I have no I have plan. I have no control over, right? Mm. There are things that are in other people's hands that I'm not the one to decide. So I'm waiting for a few decisions. And if they are made by other people, then I can proceed with my plannings. That's very cryptic. <laughs> <laughs> but also very exciting. So just cross your fingers for me. <laughs> Absolutely. What about Jamie. you, Jamie? I'm... Well, travel is definitely on the agenda. Because after uh, 16, 16 years of my passport being expired, I might get my new one sorted. So I've got plans to at least go and visit some friends. Um, but continuations for me, really, because I said before, I, I, I don't tend to use New Year as a starting point for things, but I've recently started down a few paths that I want to continue on with. Um, you know, sort of had a, a bit of a lapse in my, my gym work um, earlier in the year, so I need to get back into doing that. So I started doing um, new little routines, uh, doing a bit of weightlifting and stuff, and you know, kind of continue on with that, develop that a bit more, get, get sort of back into better shape. Same here, same here. Good point. Mm. <laughs> um, and yeah, a little bit, you know, learn a bit more of the coding stuff that I want to learn, do a little bit more leather work. I started learning. Um, carving specifically with leather work uh, in the last couple of months with like the treasure trade and stuff so i want to develop those skills a little bit more and you know, it's things like that sort of continuations of of other things i've started throughout the year really it's kind of, it's, that's cool. me really yeah, nothing nothing <laughs> as specific as january the first start new task you know just kind of continue yeah. on with what i'm doing that's good. Sounds like a good plan. Sounds like a good plan. It'll absolutely get derailed several times, but it's just about trying to keep the habit and get, to, get yeah. back on those yeah. rails, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, I think just like taking care of your health, both physically yeah. and mentally, is probably for all of us. All of us should be a goal, or maybe not a That's goal. It's just like yeah. something to remind yourself of every now and then that that's absolutely been the yeah yeah you but you you need to take care of yourself in order to mm. be of any help for other people as well so mm. very but wise words uh, uh, that, that's very true but i'd say it's as someone who hasn't always looked after themselves i mean yeah in my, in my 20s i was i was i was very fit yeah st stupidly fit yeah, I, I, I could, I could move fast. I'm never really into running, bit of fell running, but I'm never really into running. But I could, I could move fast. I could move for a long time. Yeah, I think nothing of walking thirty miles and carrying, yeah, twenty kilos on my back in the process. And as I was very fit. Yeah, being younger, I could 
pretty much eat what I liked anyway. But yeah, I, I, I used up the calories that I that I was taking in. Um, so I, I didn't. I wasn't overweight. I mean, technically, if you looked at kind of BMIs and things like that, you know, yes, I was. But that didn't. They don't factor in things like muscle mass and like BMI is useless anyway. Yeah, but yeah, when I went into teaching and yeah, something like that can take over your life. And I didn't look after myself when I was a teacher. And I did eat too much of the junk food. Didn't really get too overweight at times, but yeah, I wasn't always eating the right stuff. Far too many crisps and biscuits. And combine that with a high stress job, yeah, that took its toll pretty seriously on my health, particularly things like blood pressure. So yeah, I'm I now take daily meds for to keep my blood pressure under control so that I don't have a stroke or something like that. Um and yeah, I, I just suggest to anyone, yeah, you know, stuff like that, it's just it's crap. Yeah. Mm. If, if I cut my if I cut myself in the tinkerage now, yeah. I mean I I I, I keep several trauma dressings in the tinkerage at reach from the floor. Mm. What I've got need various to heights get, and stuff, Yeah. What I need to get, yeah, and I've got I've got a first aid kit up high, but I've got basically at both I mean the, the tinkerage is so small, but basically wherever I would fall in the tinkerage, if I'm on the floor I can reach a trauma dressing with one hand. Um not that I'm using my table saw. <laughs> yeah, there's still routers and things like that, and and sharp blades. But yeah, I I need to what I need to get, which I read is on my kind of uh, kind of Amazon wish list. That thing is some quick clock type stuff. Yeah, the sort of things that you mm. kind of put on to because the stuff I take for my blood pressure, I don't clock very well. Yeah, I I start to bleed. It it stays bleeding for a while, and that's not fun. Mm. Um. So yeah, taking care of our health. Yeah, doing it for other people. I I totally agree. I, yeah, I've got a family, and, and that, that's one of the reasons why I do sort of look after, try, try and look after my health better now. Um, but yeah, it's better for our own quality of life, particularly when you get old like me. Yeah, you kind of yeah. Well, I know for a fact that at least three of us are having back problems. So. Uh, you as well, so it's four of us. All four and, of us, yeah. And 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 we we all know that if it's if it's not present, you easily forget about it, right? Yeah, yeah. But when it when it hits you, you are not able to do anything. Yeah, totally. So I I've known for a fact for like half my life that I should do something for that to like stabilize. My spine and stuff like that, but um, Pilates. If I, if I, I don't, I can recommend it, it. It's no use for me anymore because I'm, I'm <laughs> as I've talked about before. My back <laughs> is too far gone. Um, my my essentially, I, I try and exercise. I, I walk a couple of miles every day. I try and keep moving. I stand most of the day. Um, but there's things like Pilates. I can't. I can't do Pilates anymore. I, it, I'm just too damaged. Uh, eventually for me it's going to be surgery and maybe then do things but I, I would definitely recommend for anyone that does things where they're maybe sitting for a long time or they're kind of bent over doing stuff like you do Caro and you're having back issues Pilates I wish I had started it well I mean the damage for me was done in a, essentially an ac not an accident but an um, industrial injury back in my 20s before I was a teacher 
Um, so uh, yeah, I was, I was doomed from the start. But I think if I'd maybe had done Pilates regularly when I started teaching, started sitting down for 40, 50 hours a week, marking and planning, then yeah, maybe I wouldn't be quite the situation I'm in now. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. Pilates is it's a great tool for uh, core strings and stuff like that. Yeah. For me personally, there's a lot of uh, exercises in like that particular thing that I can't do because like I have other issues with my elbows and stuff, so I can't do a lot of the postures anyways. But um, yeah, you have to be careful on how you execute them as well so yes if you yeah, already have if, if you already have back issues i wouldn't suggest starting with pilates or yoga at all because no, it can cause yoga. Yeah, it, it can worse, cause more damage than it benefits yeah. you so definitely yeah i think it's a case so of be, be careful the key is so, yeah seek don't listen expert to our advice yeah not a bunch ex of exactly uh, <laughs> don't don't uh, <laughs> don't listen to us <laughs> so yeah yeah Take, take care of your health and yeah definitely speak to and, friends. and like you say the mental health is is probably <laughs> just as important and I, I think if, I think I think we're getting better at talking about things like this now or maybe that's just the part of the community that we're in because we, people are talking about it more well, I think in but general I, I think mm, it's definitely become yeah. more more an easy topic to discuss but I, I do think we are in a bit of a, a vacuous bubble of of delight and lovely people and freedom to be yourself and freedom to to because there are still people out in the wider world that don't get it who don't yeah. understand it who don't i think it's, it's a privilege that we have in having yeah. the the friends that we have and the shared shared experiences i think there's, there's a lot of uh, similarity in the maker community that lends itself to shared mental health issues or reaching out for help and support i think that's something that, that the makers are particularly good at and the fact that at least half of us have got asperger's or adhd or yeah some <laughs> some neurodiversity <laughs> yeah that's probably the, but that's the more politically correct way of putting it yeah yeah there's huge amounts of neurodiversity within the maker community Well, it, is that a good place for us to wrap up then? For, for I, uh... I think it possibly is. Obviously, it's an hour later. You're an hour ahead of us. Uh, well, it's uh, not too yeah, bad. It's, uh, it's I think we can sleep in tomorrow. Uh, I I actually have to get get up and and cook potatoes and have to do a bit of work, unfortunately. <laughs> well, well, thank I, you well, guys for joining. Yeah, us. let's wind it. Yeah, thank you. This is. Uh, it's been a lovely chat. It's been nice. It's, it's, it's in a way, it's been nice not having the pressure of the comments to worry about. Um, <laughs> yeah, as much as I love, the... as much as I love the comments, don't get. I hope that anyone listening to this don't get, don't get me wrong. <laughs> I love having the comments, and yeah, it, it often Definitely. kind of spurs us in particular directions and questions. This has um, just been a rare treat. I think is what you're trying to say. It's been nice to just just Aww. have a nice chat. Yeah. For yeah. for me, I was people. always turning off the comments because um, I I cannot. I can either follow the 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 people that I'm actually actively talking to, or the comments. <laughs> so, <laughs> I think you guys do a great job of kind of getting it both in. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. it helps that there's two of us. I think that helps. Oh yeah, us. definitely. That's a yeah. <laughs> One of us can talk while the other one's <laughs> reading. 
So um, I don't know. This comes out on the twenty. This will come out on Sunday, the twenty sixth of December. So yes. I hope that everyone had a nice Christmas by then. Yeah, that's a sensible thing. This is past, past <laughs> Carol speaking to future Carol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's um, not much point. There's not much point as to actually at this point of the show sort of saying. I hope everyone. We'll have a great Christmas. We, we, we can we wish hope. everyone a good start into the new year. At this yes. Point. We can hope yeah. you all have a fantastic great Mariah Christmas. Carey and that you all have a good new year. Yeah. yeah. Didn't eat. Ate enough to be full, but not so much that you felt sick. No, no, no. no. <laughs> and you've got some chocolates anyway. left. And some chocolates <laughs> left for the next few days. Yeah. yeah. I hope everyone had a great year and will is looking forward to to the next year. I hope we can we can meet again and and like the community can get together again. Yeah. Um, and if not, uh, I can only recommend of meeting people you like regularly, even if it's only via via camera and then microphone. Couldn't agree more. <laughs> it's been a pleasure to to welcome you lovely friends into our lives. Same, same. Ah, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, push the button. Bye, folks. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>